Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Adventure! <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to A Distorted Revelation. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I am Ali and I will be your Dungeon Master tonight. We are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv slash Roll Together RPG. Um, this game is a sequel, let's say, of a, um, my previous game, um, Divergent Dream, and I hope you enjoy horror on a ship. For those who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here plays fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique characters with shit that tells them um, who they are, what they can do, the deepest secrets, and what dice to roll. They will be mostly rolling um, uh, 20-sided dice to see if they succeed or not. 20 is good and one is hilariously bad. Uh, they will play the characters and everything else in set Fantasy Universe is played by me, people, weather, monsters, um, you name it. And between me describing the war and story, the players describing what they want to do and some dice to roll um, to keep things interesting, we will tell our story. Now, let's meet our players. Hi, I'm G. I'm playing Charlie, uh, who is a fire genasi, wildfire druid, so we'll be setting fire to things. Um, they have, they're uh, non-binary and have quite kind of, uh, unlike most fire genasi, they have quite grey, dry, sort of ashy skin uh, and hair like sort of charred straw. Um, and uh, they work for a uh, like super powerful wizard and just like do stuff for them, like picking up things from a ship. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Wesley, who also uses he, him pronouns. He is a fairly young, fair-haired human uh, who is a wonderfully suave and swashbuckling storm sorcerer and will be attempting to match certain other members of the party in amounts of lightning and thunder. Hello, I'm Sean. I am um, playing Tetch, the um, cleric of Talos that you may have met had you seen um, A Feltide Rising, uh, the campaign that I ran. And so he's an NPC who is coming into the fort as a player character. He's everyone's favourite conspiracy theorist looking for groups of five harbingers that may or may not be causing devastation and destruction wherever they go. Um, Tetch is a Mark of Storm half-elf and is a domain of Tempest, so expect to see plenty of lightning and thunder and various antics of that nature. Hi everyone, I'm Johnny and I go by he, him pronouns and in this game I am playing Malagak, the bugbear rune knight fighter person. Um, who also uses he, him pronouns. He's a wonderfully war-painted bugbear, a um, little bit on the lower side with some of the stats in places like intelligence and wisdom, but um, makes up for it with his strength and his great acts. Hi, I'm Liz. I use they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Orica Ferris, who uses she pronouns. Um, Orica is a full orc bard. She is tusky. She's fabulous. Uh, she's here to play some exquisite songs and set some records straight. So I guess grab a day, I'll sit back, relax and enjoy the show. 
And also, let's have a word from our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the Pro Membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of their collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com. And just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials. It's all great stuff. You should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, Look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons & Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours and there will be roughly a five to 10 minute break somewhere towards the middle. We run shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at 6 p.m. Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. in mainland Britain, and 2 a.m. Tuesday mornings in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays, we run TTRPG streams. These can be one-shots, four, 
six, eight, whew, or even 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RPG slash schedule. On Tuesdays, we have our ongoing campaign, Fracture. And on Fridays, we have our talk show, Talk Together and Talking is a Free Action, which lasts for one hour. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat. Help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. And um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favorite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with a wine ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage our champion and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are from a different gender to their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but we acknowledge that it does happen. We have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instant of misgendering, we are open to be corrected. So please let us know uh, if you think one has been missed. Also check out exclamation mark safety in chat uh, for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use. And now let us begin. everybody and welcome back um last time in our first session of um at the sort of revelation we have a lot of things happening so we presented our characters those lovely people and then we managed to get into the ship and to get into this lovely performance where uh oren uh allowed you to jump into the um to the stage and you lovely um sang uh 25 maidens something like that it was absolutely gorgeous after the performance a um, familiar face for uh, all of the fans came along and we found out that teselli has been uh arranging a mission for oren but then oren uh friend rival uh slash who knows with uh orica um outsourced this mission to you and you kindly went ahead to solve such mission in exchange of getting you access to the upper levels to this ship um you also tried to contact um isabella well charlie tried to contact isabella who wasn't around with uh the uh, teammates or like the other uh staff that works in this ship uh, but that's to see what is going on. Once you get down into the warehouse levels, you manage 
to find the room where you were sent to retrieve something and very skillfully you got inside the room now when you were inside the room of course we opened the box and we trigger an encounter the encounter start developing with a little bit of roughness here and there but so far i think you're doing pretty well we left just in the middle and let's see where it goes so joe wesley top of the round you still have four enemies around where you are standing maybe you can see some of them some of them are through the door but most of them are inside the door. Mm -hmm. Am I right in thinking Malagak is kind of in the doorway, so sort of difficult to do anything without hitting him? I am squatting down though, remember. (laughs) I don't trust you. (laughs) Oh, so you're only like four and a half feet tall. Yeah, most of it's fluff, as we've already determined. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't think I want to risk another lightning bolt with any Malagaks in the way. So I'll just throw a chromatic orb at the nearest slime creature that I can see. Malagak breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> goes goes just over your head. Or maybe it doesn't. That's only an 11 to hit. Uh, you're muted, Ali. Uh, let me see who is the closest. They are not too uh, sturdy, so they... No. 11 misses. Um. Sad times. Sad times. Oh well. Um, yeah, and I will just kind of, kind of, yeah, continue staying fairly far back at the other side of this room, away from the creepy climb. Climb creatures? Slime creatures. Yeah. You've seen that Charlie has sort of started running, stopped, and now is still there. So you still have like around, um, I would say, uh, 20, 25 feet uh, to catch up with Charlie. Yeah, that's fine. I think I, I deliberately decided not to follow Charlie last time, and I'll, I'll stick with that decision. <laughs> Great. Next one is... One, oh my guys. So, uh, Malaga, what if I would multi-attack you a couple of times? Let you try. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Alagak um, has sweat on his brow, most from the magic blowing up behind so him. That is a natural 20, 25. I would like to use my reaction on that, please. Okay. What, uh, what's your reaction going to be? Uh, as I'm like, I look to the side and see this chromatic orb flying like very close to my head and it kind of puts me on edge and as I turn back I see that I've been a bit too slow to react to this blow coming in and I would like to um in that movement I just push like is it a blade is it a plasmoid attack it's a spear okay so I just slam the spear and I'm going to use my reaction to use my cloud rune to make that attack hit another creature that I can see and it's going to hit one of the plasmoids next to me instead. Ooh, Do I have to re-roll or is it the same attack roll? It's the same attack roll, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Not today, Satan! <laughs> okay, so the next one is this other fella. And he's going to take so uh, double damage, so that is five, 10. So um, the the plasmoid sort of just like, go like for no reason. 
And uh, yeah, the next creature to eat is not happy about it. But here it goes, my second attack. Uh, I don't think it's gonna hit 18 to hit. Yeah. For five points of damage. Malachi kelps. <laughs> ah! oh. You see other hand coming out and it's gonna shoot you, but it's a pistol, so it's a disadvantage. Worry not. I don't have high AC. Says, says natural 20, just five <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> don't worry. I got one reaction. <laughs> Oh, 18 with this advantage. Yeah, that, that still clips me. So that could be um, seven points of piercing damage. I guess that looks fairly okay. These are kind of just like they're superficial wounds at the moment. Fine. Uh, with that, we move to the next. Uh, no, we move to Orica. Orica, you've seen this. You are uh, like 10 feet away from Malaga, but oh. opposite side to Charlie. So, not really expecting to have had to fight anything, uh, Orica is going to just clip on to her lyre, her instrument, um, a very small, like, tambourine-like drum with two bits of string that dangle off the top and bottom with beads on. So when she um, shakes her lyre, not a euphemism, uh, the <laughs> drum does beat, this is a rhythm maker's drum, uh, she is going to cast uh, dissonant whispers at second level at the natural 20. At the natural 20, yes. yes at that guy. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if uh, he can make a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom. He's not really wisdoming. Good. I got a four on the die. Amazing. Oh, um, there's like tendrils of smoke coming from this instrument, uh, but they kind of... You know, in Fantasia, when you see the music and you see the sound waves react, they kind of uh, react with sort of jagged drum beats as it kind of gets into this thing's head. Uh, that's 3d6 of psychic damage. So it's 11 points of psychic damage. 11. Correct. And then as a bonus action, Malagak, I know they're only superficial, but I can see your blood matting into <laughs> your fur, darling. It's not a good look. I'm going to cast Healing Word again at second level. <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. Margaret, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'm just warming up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing you. I can see your blood and I don't care. No, just continue bleeding. It's fine. Uh, I will cast, uh, I'll use a bonus action for Bardic Inspiration. I will advise Malagak. Bleeding on stage isn't really something that many people want to watch. Uh, do with that what you will. And I'll let you know, Johnny, how much that D8, I think it's a D8. I will double check. I got inspired. <laughs> Disappointed yet inspired. <laughs> <laughs> and that ends my turn. Do, am I in range of any of them, Ali, in terms of melee? I'm just going to back up a little bit with my Maya uh, with its direction to, So if you keep following, uh, going back, mm -hmm. you will be in the same situation as Charlie. So you will be in range with the other um, constructs. I'll stay where I am. I will stay where I am <laughs> and think about it. <laughs> Good. Uh, with that, we move to Tetch. Yeah, I had the feeling it was me next. Um, so what's, what's the situation at the moment? Um, so we have four 
monsters inside that are just being held by Malagak. Uh, you are behind Wesley, mm -hmm. and the same situation. You are in the same corridor behind uh, Charlie. Okay, um, and all all four of the enemies are kind of around Malagak. Like there yeah. wouldn't be a way of getting some of them and not Malagak. Um, you, Orica is in the right position. You will have to go move a little bit, mm -hmm. but that would put you away from Charlie. Oh, but um, but the four are around Malagak, right? Or are some of them? Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't have any sort of opportunity attacks because he's holding the holding them yeah. at the door. Oh, I'm not I'm not worried about getting opportunity attacked. I'm just wondering whether I'm going to have to throw a spell that's going to infect Johnny. Um, infect? Oh no! <laughs> a line, a circle, a cone. <laughs> um, most of my stuff is cones or like. Is area effect rather than mines. Um, I'm just do, like me holding the door as a double-edged sword right now. <laughs> do, do any of, do any of them look like they are um, uh, at full health? Like, ah, interesting question. Uh, I will give you that for free. Only one is a full. No, there is uh, one that two that is a full health. Because they're okay. being standing inside, they, they haven't received any damage. Actually, they haven't even uh, take a turn, let's say. They've they just been using the turn to get to you. Okay. Would you say that they are within 30 feet of me? Absolutely. In that case, I'm going to use Witch Bolt. <gasps> I love um, it. Which level? So, um, I, I'm i gonna... I'll, th I'll throw it at, se at second. Yeah. Um, nice. Because uh, yeah, it's only like it's only the first hit that gets the the extra damage anyway. Um, so yeah, you you watch as kind of um, Tetch just again weaves kind of arcane symbols and then just points with one finger and the bolt strikes out towards them. Um, that is a wrenched spell attack for me, so I'm going to do that. Um, oh, that is an eighteen. That hits. Good. Um, so yeah, second level, that is... Where'd it go? Oh, that's right. Um, because of the way I've got it, um, got my D&D Beyond set up, it's, it only appears in my first level slots, so I'm going to have to roll um, my D12s. I love that spell. And it's concentration, right? And it is concentration, yeah. So that's uh, 12 points of damage. I don't think that it... Um... Nice. Yeah, it doesn't add any modifiers at this point. Um, yeah, so 12 points of damage, and um, I'm now concentrating on it, and th this this bolt of lightning is just forming an arc between my finger and the, the enemy, and I'm just kind of pointing him to death. Okay, okay. Um, any bonus action of movement? I don't really have any bonus actions, unfortunately. So um, I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay where I am because I don't I, I also don't want to kind of back away into anyone. So I think that's my lot. Yeah. Great. Thank you very much for that. With that, we move to Malagak, who is at the door, surrounded by monsters. The monsters that are surrounding you, or like immediately, they look a little bit squishy 
but it's still don't blood it. Uh, okay. The natural 20. I don't know, the natural 20 has already had its turn. Forget about it. So, yeah, you have four monsters around you. Okay. Being I, by I, death. I can I can see, obviously, my situation in the doorway is causing problems. So, what I would like to do is. <laughs> this is, we'll have to see how this works or not because this could go really badly it'll just be really <laughs> lackluster I'm going to use my action surge to make four attacks against each of them um, sorry one attack against each of them but instead of attacks I would like to try and grapple each of them <laughs> again I have I have really long arms and effectively I'm just I'm going to be trying to get two of them in one arm the other one and then like shove them towards the door and me on the other side of the door so it'd be me, the four plasmoids, my friends, with me trying to grapple all four. That is the intent. <laughs> Johnny, are you trying uh, to make a plasmoid sandwich? Because that's what yes. it sounds like. <laughs> yes, right. that's the Just yeah. checking. Oh, a sandwich. So I, yeah, again, I have um, I have really long arms as part of my <laughs> part of my, my my racial stuff. So again, I'm just like trying to scoop up two of them in one arm, scoop up the other two, and then just shove them into the doorway, trying to hold them there so my friends can just do their things. And so this is a contested athletics or well you, in your case i think everybody choose but no i think you, in your case is strength in my case is either strength or dexterity sure. so do you want to roll to attack to do the grapple or is it just contest, contested athletics contested. So, so you roll me for uh, acrobatics okay so um can i do athletics not acrobatics uh which one is dexterity uh, strength Strength yeah, is athletics. Athletics. Strength one, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, so um, as I'm doing this, so I move through them, and I would like to use my bonus action to giant smite, so I will grow. <laughs> so I'm basically like hitting the ceiling, and that gives me advantage on any strength base check. So I'll have advantage on these rolls. Okay. Um. So <laughs> let's do one by one. So roll sure. me the first one. Okay, so the first one is a natural 20. <laughs> I got uh, 28. Good. I also got a natural 20, but 23. Okay, okay. So the first one is Dwarf Rubble. And then, please, second uh, one. Second one is an 18. And I roll a 19. May I still rebarb that, please? I'm sorry, you'll have to, you'll have to go with my friend. Uh, he, he likes hugs, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Look at uh, this fluff. <laughs> and I'll give advantage nine, to Malagak. The 19, uh, the 19 turns into a, a nine as this sort of, um, uh, the plasma sort of turns to you and gets out of balance. And uh, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, third one, please. Third one is, um, that's a 25. I got a nine. It's working well. <laughs> last one, please. The last one is another natural 20. <laughs> and I got a natural one. Amazing. So, these, these things don't understand why you are rushing to them and then just roar. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine so, the last one didn't even try. Just saw his friends just, just get fine. gripped. It's like, okay. All right, so. And then I shove them all into like, so I've got a one like sandwich in my arms and I'm just like shoving them into the doorway. So Seven. I'm like, I'm hiding behind them. And all you, all you guys would see is my my big arms around the like the, the necks of these four creatures and their bodies squished into the doorway for you. And it's like, go on, do it now! I was gonna say, do we just see their little legs like kicking? 
Yeah, I lift him up slightly as well so he can't move. Somewhere from when within this bundle of fur. Um, I'm loving this. I'm just loving it. Again, my, my intent is to have... They're giving me cover from my friend's spells, and they are now unable to move and right in the doorway. <laughs> That's I mean, your arms, your arms still there. So oh, yeah. Let's see what we get from here. Yes, I don't think there is a rule in the book, like, if your arms are exposed, but we will find out. So that's my action search done, and my giant's might done as well. Yeah, so you had double attack, which you make four with the action search. Yes, great, great, great. great. Thank you very much. That's Charlie. Okay. You don't know what's happening. <laughs> Nor do we. <laughs> but if you look just with the end of the eye, you will see hairy arms at the uh, door. Yes. Uh, and is there is there anyone sort of immediately in front of that? I think all of them are outside. Well, that's a complicated. So so basically, how close is everybody standing? Uh, the closest one is uh, Orica, but is uh, 10 feet away. 10 feet away. I think that's okay then. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, turning and seeing this, because I've, I've expected everybody to follow, um, I would just shout, uh, Come on, guys! I thought you were coming. I thought you were coming with me. And uh, a little, we'll just sort of throw up a little bit of flame out of my hand, and it'll take on the shape of like a, uh, a hummingbird, and it'll just sort of zip down the corridor, uh, and just sort of flies. Uh, and I think, sort of like kamikaze bombs, the the ground just in front of um, uh, of all the plasmoids. Uh, and uh, bursts into a flaming sphere. Um, nice. uh, third level flaming sphere. So when? they would have to make deck saves. Right now, it's a five oh, okay. feet Sorry. diameter. So I'm hope I want, I'd like to do it in a a point that it gets them, but not Malagak. Roll me an arcana check. Okay. Because the the arms are there. <laughs> Yeah, big arms. Uh, that's a 14. I would say you, uh, Malaga would take half damage. I mean, so Malaga would have to do the save, but even if he fails, he's going to take half. Does that make okay. sense? So nothing on a, on a success, half on a, on a fail. Cool. So yeah. um, all of them will have to do dexterity, you said? Uh, yeah, dex, dex saves. Which I'm do assuming is a disadvantage because they're all grappled. I have to check that. Don't think it is. Isn't it? Yeah, they, just, they can't move, but yeah, they, they can move. Yeah, yeah, just they can move. Yes, they can wobble. <laughs> they can wriggle. Grappling, grappling doesn't mean less advantage on decks. No. no, I think you need to be really? restrained for that, which is a yeah, that's my next turn. Show them. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. What is a DC? Uh, it's a sixteen. Sixteen. Oh wait, can I use my bardic inspiration on that? Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, get a Just one. I got a four. Yes, I passed yeah. it. So you, 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 a little bit of hair is burning, but nothing to worry about. <laughs> My first creature fails. How much damage? Uh, it's 
Yeah, 2d6. Unfortunately, it's still only nine damage. Six, you said. Nine. Nine. All right, my second creature. And da -da -da -da. Got a three. So it's the same nine, right? Mm -hmm. The third creature gets a 17, so passes. Is that half? Uh, yes. Nice. And my last creature gets a, a nine, so oh, damage again. Nice. As these creatures start like burning, any bonus action of movement? Uh, so my bonus action is, I'm going to stay where I am, but my bonus action will be just to move the Flaming Sphere uh, out of the way so other people can attack. Uh, that's nice. Uh, how far can it move? How uh, it can move up to 30 feet. How tall or how high is the ceiling in here? Last time we said 10 feet, I think. It was 10 feet because I can attack them whilst running along the ceiling. Yeah. So it could be okay. five feet and still leave five feet for anyone to pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of bring it towards me a little bit. And okay, cool, 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 cool. So like 10 feet towards me. Nice. Uh, next is... The creatures are, are um, being pulled, held by uh, Johnny, well, sorry, by Malika. I guess the only thing that they can do is try to pierce your arms. So that's what they're going to do. They could try. And they have two. So, oh, that's far too many devices. Uh, a five to hit, which I guess is not going to hit. A 19 to hit for 22. And you take six points of slashing damage as one of them just start to slash in your arms. A five, did you say? Uh, yeah, five. Next one is another plasma that is going to do exactly the same. How original, Ali? How original? Uh, for nine to hit, which I guess misses. And natural 20 for uh, 10 points of slashing damage. Don't have any more cloud roots. Marakek is no longer looking as, as good as he was. <laughs> Still standing, though. Uh, my last creature is going to make two longsword attacks. Don't have to. Don't have to. <laughs> a 12 to hit and a 17 to hit. 17 will hit the 16. Uh, the other one won't, sorry. So, uh, that is five points of slashing damage. Damage. And it looks like he's struggling to keep them uh, in his arms right now. <laughs> one is slashing you. Um, we're going to go top of the round with Wesley. Wesley, your friend is being slightly burned mm -hmm. and <laughs> slightly um, stabbed. So, Just a little bit. This is this is very weird. I've played I've played a healer in the last couple of games, so it's really unusual not being able to be like, yes, I'll just fix Malagak. Um, but sadly, that is not a thing I can do. Uh, so let's just throw another chromatic orb out. Uh, yeah, Wesley, maybe aiming a little bit more carefully this time. We'll just sort of swirl his hands around, and energy crackling between his fingertips will hurl this glowing ball of lightning forwards at. Um, yeah, whichever one of the plasmoids looks 
most wobbly, least wobbly? I don't know which of those is a measure of vitality. Most or less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a 23 to hit. Uh, that hits. Great. Uh, 10 points of damage. Um, one of them is no more. Nice. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'll just turn down the corridor to Charlie and say, are you all right down there? Uh, and from behind the ball of fire, <laughs> I, I'll go down here. Yeah, but uh, so Wesley moved to, towards uh, Charlie or just... No, I, I'm, really I'm perfectly happy where I am. Nothing's trying to kill me. It's great. Good, good, good. Uh, thank you. Uh, next one is one of the plasmoids who is being held. The one that has a pistol is going to start stabbing you. So here we go. First attack for a 20 to hit. 20 hits. For four points of damage. Just next one is a seven to hit. Oh my god. (laughs) And the pistol with disadvantage goes for sixteen to hit. Damn. Yes, that's my AC. That's your AC. So the pistol goes for seven points of damage. Then Malagak drops all of the individuals as the the people that is like really close did you see how the arms just it's like kind of a cough fall on them at the same time yes <laughs> i'm a giant bugbear right now how, how high uh, did you lift them did they take falling damage when they fall lifted <laughs> <laughs> to the ceiling <laughs> um at this point the creatures are just at the doorway and uh, malagak is inside so Tricky position to be in. All right. Um, next one is Orika. So, Your friend is on the floor. I, I'm not happy about it, DM. So, what I'm no, going to do? Sorry. I'm going to address all of them because uh, <laughs> I've been very badly behaved, and I'm going to inform them that your organisation is shocking. Um, you've just let us come into this place, take something, take something of yours. And and you're just disgruntled now. Could they make a wisdom? Sa- uh, could one of them make a wisdom saving throw, please? That is vicious mockery. Yes. Uh, oh, there's security. <laughs> uh, oof. Uh, Seventeen. Fifteen. Fifteen does not beat the sixteen required. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is eight points of psychic damage again. Nah. Um. I will then say, Ma- Malagak, dear, do get up. There's, we don't have time to be lying around. And I will cast Healing Word um, at third level on Malagak. Beautiful. Uh, Thirteen, not much. Thirteen HP. One hundred thirty percent more than nurse from mess. And then I think I'm going to say to Charlie, Charlie, what are you doing? We. We're in a pickle here. Are you are you coming or going? What's happening, dear? Oh, we were all going. I, I, I know we were, and then there was a situation, and things got tricky. Let's just stay here for the moment, and then we can, we can regroup. And yes, that that then my turn, Ali. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next one, fortunately, is Malagag, who oh, came back 
from the dead. Oh, no bleeding on the stage. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. You better not be sleeping. That's that's terrible, terrible thing to do on stage. Terrible. As I'm as I'm standing up, I just like push them away from me, grab my battle axe, right, your head, your head, your leg. And I'm gonna make two attacks against two of them. Yeah. Uh, with my great axe. As I'm standing up, slightly bloodied and that's a fourteen. Uh that won't hit oh yes, 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 yes. How much damage? Um so as Malaga hits into him, um some of the tribal tattoos along his um from underneath his fur, they light up, so you just see this like um kaleidoscopic fire rune stuff on the ceiling around him, and he deals um <laughs> 13 points of piercing damage from his axe. And then he they need to make a strength saving throw as fiery runes erupt from his arm and attempt to wrap around them. Uh, 19. So they're not restrained, but they do take five additional points of fire damage. And uh, those extra fire points of uh, fire damage just finish burning this plasmoid and it's no more. Good job. Feeling invigorated by this um, success, I'm going to use my bonus action to second wind and then use my second attack on one of the other ones. Yes. Um, second wind is 1d6 plus 10, isn't it, for me? 1d. So that's, oh, that's uh, seven points of healing. Still, still good. Good. With the 13, that puts me a little bit healthier than I was to, just a second ago. I'd like to use my experience in battle. Natural 20, the next one. That's a 28 to hit. That's three natural 20s. Oh my God. Uh, so you had two... Two attacks. So my first attack was my normal attack, and then I get to add my fire ring to it. And this is my second attack. I just broke it up with my bonus action. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that would be 2d12 plus 5. So the second one gets an axe in the face for 23 points of damage. The one with the pistol, describe me how you kill this thing. Um, I, th I just, I, kinda, I go through it and I'm imagining a plasmoid, it kind of like comes back together again and I'm just like, no, no! As <laughs> <laughs> it's like free forming. And I just keep hitting it like over and over again until it just collapses into goop around Until it just done holds. Yeah, it just stops. It just, just gives up. Good job. Uh, there is only one left. Uh, it's in front of you. Uh, but anything else? Any movement? Um, no. So it's between me and the doorway. I'm, I'm not going to move away. So that's Great. it. <laughs> Thank you. Charlie, you go next. But I realized I skipped uh, Tetch. Tetch. You were before Malaga, but you can take your turn now. I'm really sorry. Sorry, it happens in the thick. Um, the, the one that's still standing, does that happen to be the one that I'm um, yeah. concentrating on? Uh, can I deal the D12 lightning damage to that with my action? Yeah, I think you can still having the uh, upscale damage. No, um, it, it does say like if you... Um, the initial damage increases. It's it, yeah. It's it's just the initial. Okay. Yeah, but I did roll a twelve, so I did just as well as I did last turn anyway. Nice. Um, nice. So that's twelve damage. Still standing. Yes. Um, that doesn't count as me casting a spell. But no. I'm also not sure that I 
necessarily want to do another one. Um, you know what, uh, just in case, I will just do a level one guiding bolt, uh, which again just kind of looks lightning-y even though it's um, uh, radiant. Um, so that is uh, 19 to hit. Hits. Um, and that's, ooh, 46. Um, Yahtzee. No, 15. Nice. Uh, still standing, but looks pretty rough. And okay. the next uh, attack was with uh, advantage. Anything else? No. Pass over the torch to Charlie. Thank you very much, Charlie. Now it is indeed your turn. Cool. Um, I will be watching this and go, man, this sucker takes some beating. Uh, and will um throw a scorching ray at it uh again at third level so where's what that, that's the one i want um so there's three of them do i draw for each one or so just one yeah, roll? yeah you roll for each one but you can do right. one at advantage because of touch yeah. yeah the first one goes with advantage. the first one with advantage uh, so that's uh, 17 to hit. Hits. Next one is uh, 13. Misses. Misses. And then it's a 25. Hits. So that hits. Um, and then it is... First one. Seven damage. Nice. Second one. Six damage. With that damage, this plasma is no more. How how does your magic? Is just normal fire or like any animal shape? Uh, no, with the scorching ray, I think it's just it's like a it's like a baseball. Uh, and since I'm on the other side of this sort of flaming sphere, I kind of like get this ball and I do like like a curved kind of pitch nice. around it. Um, and. Uh, so yeah, I do one once from each hand around it, and so it kind of hits it from either side in the head, and then the third one will probably just hit the dead body or the burning <laughs> the burning goo. Yes. Uh, with that, we are out of combat. Uh, congratulations. Um, the flaming sphere disappears. I would say that those creatures were, I mean, they are part of like the security system. So as long as they die, they sort of just disappear, leaving no um, trail, but the construct still there. So like the, the parts that constitute the construct still there. Uh, the door, it's still open, I but you can out. see that any light, any, any light that was inside on any kind of alarm just dis dissipates and everything is in silence, just as before. What's going on, guys? <laughs> um, I, I will approach and I will um, plug a third level um, cure wounds into um, Malagak, which, I mean, being very lightning based is literally just going to be, it's almost like I, I shake your hand, but it's like a, an electric buzzer that just ripples up your arm and then, but, but the, the lightning kind of just heals you and just fluffs your feather up a bit. Nice, nice. 
Like, it's, it's like one of those uh, pants that gives you massages, giving you like, um, oh my like, like shocks. Yeah, like, like, yeah, one of those machines that just kind of ripples your muscles and uh, slowly tones you up. Uh, you feel toned. Um, Twenty-one oh, oh points of healing. Uh, Twenty-one points of healing, Johnny. That's almost back to full health. Now again, suddenly triples in size when the fur is on it. <laughs> Going oh. back to our earlier conversation about the weirdest things we've ever seen. That 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 was it. Who has slime monsters as part of their security system? Oh, I know. I thought I was a goner there. Thank you, Tetch and Orica, for the I've... magic hands. Thanks for keeping them out of the way of the rest of us, Malagak. Oh, no, any time. Maybe, maybe like an hour. Any time, just not for, not for the immediate future? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think we've got what... I've got what we came for, and I kind of, like, pull the mask out a little bit, but just sort of keep it still mostly hidden. Uh, what is it? Get the hell out of here. Let us... Uh... Let us look at it in uh, in private, I think. Exactly. Is there a way to get out of here that doesn't involve fighting more of those things? Do the other ones look like they're bothered? I mean, Charlie, you got fairly far down the corridor. Well, Do they I... seem alert? Not as far as I got. I guess, I'd, I don't know, maybe now that there's no fighting, uh, I'd be happy to try just walking past them. They didn't bother us before, so... They must have some way of telling when something's going wrong, because this one started attacking us before we'd noticed anything. And the slime people, did they just appear out of thin air? Were they in the room the entire time? Uh, a spider told me to open the box, and then the they came out of the ceiling. Literally out of the ceiling, or were yeah. they... Oh, oh, they, oh they, they dropped out of the ceiling. Oh, were you there too? <laughs> yeah. Didn't see you. Um, Orica's just going to take a little moment with her new attachment to her lyre. Just um, she'll be tuning the strings, but also kind of making sure that the drum's still working. Uh, the rhythm maker's drum allows for one uh, bardic inspiration use to come back. So that's what she's doing during this conversation. Nice. Thank um, you for the the kind words in the battle, Orica. It really inspired me to get off my butt and carry on. I mean, you really have marvellous stage presence, and if you know, if you just funnel your abilities the right direction, you'll go very far uh, in the ent- in the entertainment industry. I know that you like to pick things up and take them places, so maybe behind stage, working backstage, yeah. props. I think you do very well. Just don't bleed over the stage again. Don't do that. Look, look down at the ground, Scott. That's mine. It, it is, yes. Maybe a sort of hybrid role where you, you're primarily backstage, but you're the sort of backstage helper that is known and loved as part of the performance. I could be the vocalist. Gets to show himself on stage occasionally. Yeah. Or encouraging those who are nervous. You know, you had a very good voice that you could project, and that would really sort of rile them up and get them ready to go yeah. on. I think you'd do very well. Well, if I ever stop hugging things to death, then that will be my next calling. <laughs> Um, Charlie, mm. go, 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 go. Should, should, we, should we walk and talk, perhaps? Yeah, okay. Back to the cabin or to the bar? The bar. Don't want people... If, if we do get followed, then it'll be a lot easier to uh, to lose them in there, and then we can make our way back to the room. I agree. Is it worth considering that maybe Charlie might be detectable with this object on? Could we maybe, 
surround Charlie so that they can't be seen. Uh, Charlie, you can maybe duck down to the floor or something. I, I'm just anticipating disaster. <laughs> I could carry you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that'd help. So Charlie, you're I the one that is offer. Uh, I mean, if I had, if I had to rest for a little bit, I could, uh, I could get it subtly to pretty much anywhere on the ship. Uh, Charlie, you are close. So the the warehouses of each room has like a small separation between each. It's like a small corridor that it just goes sort of all mm-hmm. the way around. But on the other side, if you go like behind the door, there is no door. It's just it's just like in the middle of, of, of the of the ship. Um, but you being close to the other rooms, uh, at this point you didn't notice when you were moving to one to uh, from where you came to this room or like to, to this uh, warehouse. And but now you notice that in between each of those rooms, or like on the yeah on the wall that is making those corridors, there is some sort of uh, insignias some sort of like, yeah, insignia sort of crest. And you can see that in those two rooms, in the, the room that you went in mm-hmm. and in the room that is next to, it's the same. Okay. Uh, it, you can say that it's not part of the ship because uh, the ship uh, is represented by another crest. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, have any of you seen this crest before? Uh, well, I would say, Charlie, if you want to do the first history. Yeah, I'll have a look. And yeah. Is that what am I rolling? History, please. History. That is a natural 20 for <laughs> 23. For wow. today. So this has the... So imagine if it's like a, like a pair of fangs. Yes, fangs. Yes, not fangs. Yeah, like yeah, pus. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the beast, those are fangs, right? Or fangs? Tusks. Tusks. Tusk. Tusk. For the whole thing is a jump, 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 just yes. Yeah. So the crest is a pair of jugs, and it probably is like a wolf mouth, and inside there is a really, really decorated uh, F, and. It has something on the top that you, it's probably Latin or like that, uh, that languages. And you know that this uh, crest belongs to the Goldbringers, Goldbringers. which uh, trade important stuff, but they, they, they basically uh, trade with uh, very rare merchandise in terms of, uh, parts of monsters and things that are quite um, exotic, if I may say. Okay. Have any of you seen this before? Do you know do you know who the gold bringers are? Uh, do, do if, it's, if it's like the go-get backers, then I imagine that people are bring <laughs> gold. I mean... And- it's not dissimilar, you know what, actually, but uh, it, they don't just do gold. They uh, do all, all sorts of things, like things that uh, not gold. Couldn't, really, couldn't really get hold of, you know? Yeah. There's no. going to be some wild stuff around here. We should keep an eye out. 
If memory serves correctly, they're quite a well-known family in the arm area. Yeah. Uh, what on earth are they doing here? I don't know, but uh, oh, we just stole something. from them. So we just stole from them, you know? Yes, we did. So. Maybe don't say that too loudly while there are still contracts around. <laughs> did. Oh, yeah. we didn't. Tosselli did. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> DM, did, did you say that that insignia was in the room itself before, or is it all over the corridors of the ship? Uh, it's just, uh, so let's say you have the the room and you have the door here, yep. and you have only the insignia in the wall, in the walls around the sides. It's like designating who owns each lockup yep. room. And this one and the next one has the same insignia. Well, if we robbed them once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look look at the mess it got us in the first time. I, I, I feel like we don't want to just root around hoping to try our luck. I, uh, I, I absolutely agree. don't want to tangle with any more slime monsters today. I think they're very powerful and they must be very rich if they can afford such high-level security. Um, last thing we really want to do is make ourselves too known to them, I think. Yeah, let's get back and we'll get rid of that as quick as we can and then we never knew anything. Yeah. Does somebody who's not carrying the mask wants to talk to the contracts and see how friendly they're being? Maybe uh, idea, Maybe Wesley. somebody could get rid of them. Wesley, was that you just like, volunteering? Oh, Go on then. Bother. Go on, Wesley. You have <laughs> a nice Wesley. conversation with them. I would, say that, I would say that between the, the steps that brought you down to this room, probably you passed six or seven constructs. So if you want to eliminate all of them, there would be like six or seven uh, constructs. And you haven't gone to all the other side, but this ship is massive. So probably a couple like in the order of the dozens, if you want to go all the way down the corridor. Yeah, I'll probably, probably just as soon as we're going to come across one, I'll go a little bit ahead of the party and have a chat to them. And before you do, I will just kind of say, do you mind if I give you a little bit of guidance in this uh, endeavor? Please. Um, good luck. Uh, I will literally just give you uh, give you guidance, but that's that's all the words of encouragement you're getting. I feel guided in a mildly patronising sort of way. Sean, I feel like I know a vicar just like Ted. It's, <laughs> it's worrying. All right, all right, all right. So uh, you're going to talk to. So you have two constructs: the one that is on the way to the stairs, that you don't know which insignia is on that room, and the one that is vigilating the other. Um, Goldbringer's warehouse. Yeah, the way the way to the stairs is fine if that's the way we go. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no interest in finding the rest of the warehouse. Uh, they just uh, talk to you in the same way as the previous one, telling you. Um, uh, I'm terribly sorry. Nine. I got I got a little bit uh, lost. There's so many different rooms around here. Uh, could you point me the the way back to the upstairs upper deck? Absolutely, sir. Over there is the exit. Oh, thank you. You've been you've been so helpful. Can I take your designation number just so I know who to who to compliment when I'm making my report? Uh, absolutely, I have that right. Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> name generator. They are called X one eight fifteen. Amazing. X one fifteen twenty two. No, what did I say? One eight fifteen. Is that mm -hmm. an anagram, Ali? <laughs> no. Nineteen sixty nine. No. <laughs> 1A15. Um, 
and yeah, I'll just give a sort of encouraging wave at the rest of the party. To... As we continue, could I briefly say <laughs> to Charlie, uh, Ch- Charlie, what, could, what was it from the room that you got? What, is it is it diamonds? Is it? It's a, it's a magic mask. That's that's as much as I worked out so far. It really wanted me to put it on. Did you do it? Don't do that. No, I thought that was probably a bad idea. Could I have a little peek at it? Make sure I don't put it on. But could I just have a little, a little look? Yeah, sure. I'm very curious. What what does it look like specifically, DM? Uh, this mask is a golden mask with the shape of an animal, and it's a rhino. But this rhino has three eyes. So it's like one, two, and three. Is that something that Orica would recognize? Uh, roll me a. So probably you. So do you want to see if you have seen something similar before that would be Arcana? Or if you have heard about this specific one, it would be history. I'll go for history just to mm-hmm. see if it's something that I could know about. 16? 16. Great. So you know that how open are you going to be with this information with your friends? Depends what the information is. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the critical role. We're not going to do whispers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that... So uh, you're a bard. And <laughs> rumors <laughs> comes to your ear. And you know that uh, the region or um, has been looking after some similar items. That nobody knows where they are, but they've been around lately. And... You know that there is six of them out there somewhere, uh, but you have no idea why, wh- what they do, right? Like It's just like, you know that the Goldbringers are interested in this. Well, many people is interested in these artifacts, but the fact that the Goldbringers are interested in this means that they it's a big deal because the Goldbringers wouldn't be dealing just with um, an uncommon item, right? Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much what Orica knows. So there are six of these in total, and we have one in our possession right now. Okay, cool. Right. Um, yes, these are very hot. Uh, not like sexy, like <laughs> desirable. Well, I suppose like sex. These are very sexy items, Charlie. We uh, we should be very careful with who we show this to. Uh, there are only six in existence. We have one of them. Wow. We need to be careful with it. Don't tell anyone else other than us that we have this. Would you happen to know what a three-eyed a, a, a rhino with three eyes is called? Perceptive. I was going to say a rhino. Oh, tight on the wiki. You crack me up. I, I think we should uh, make that into our new song uh, when we go on stage next. The rhino. Yes. Good. <laughs> Never tried to do a rhino before. Uh, I'm gonna try no. Oh god! You know what? I don't. I don't have. I don't have the talents that you do, Touch. <laughs> no, no, try no is very, uh, very good word. A nice portmanteau there. Oh, wow. Right. Yes. I, um, we, what we could do, though, I had just had an idea. Oh no! Is, oh, <laughs> we could turn this into the authorities and tell them that Oren told us to do it. And then Oren gets despised from being a bard. Your frenemy is no longer a problem. And you can continue on 
barding without your not as good competition. So I, I wasn't keen when you said we should tell the authorities. I felt like that was a, a very bad idea. But then you mentioned Orin, <laughs> and now I'm tempted. Uh, uh, you oh. swayed me. I, I don't want to throw a spanner in, in the works of what is... It, it's a lovely idea, Malgak. It, it really is. I'm, I'm appreciating what you bring to this conversation. I'm just mildly concerned that turning the mask into the authorities would put us rather out of favour with Tatelli. And, well, they seem not the sort of person we want to be on the bad side of, so to speak. Well, I don't mind. Uh, see, so- you might not mind, but I mind just a little bit. Certainly it would uh, be difficult to convince them that we're not culpable, considering that we are, in fact, the ones who performed the heist. Oh, yeah, but we just say that, you know, she hired us to do it, and then when we hand it over, they can be there, and then they storm in and arrest her. And uh, uh, who is this Ticelli person you're so afraid of? I mean, it's Uh, just... just, uh, Oren uses they them, and Ticelli uses he him. Uh, So Ticelli is just... uh, As as Orica knows... It's a very famous bard somewhere around that was supposed to be retired. Yes, Tselly's been everywhere. Um, I think Tselly's been everyone as well. <laughs> everyone knows Tselly, and Tselly is very powerful. If I had the choice of being on the wrong side of the law or the wrong side of Tselly, I think I'd prefer to be on the wrong side of the law, to be honest. So I think we should... Let's follow the plan for now. And if we need to change it, we can, but I'd rather just do the job. I don't suppose any of you um, magical swords happen to have the ability to look into the item, learn a little bit more before we do indeed ha- hand it over. That is something I can do, but it takes a little sort of couple of minutes, and I didn't know um, if we had the time. Not, not the right. It's still open, and the construct seems not to be paying attention to you. Oh, let's keep walking. Right now. <laughs> I, think, I don't wait. The only one that approached was Wesley. Yeah, that's Well, if if we could just stay here, I suppose I could uh, cast Identify on it, although I do yeah. have to sing a little song when I cast a spell, so... I have to sing quite to get out of the way of constructs why and security systems mm. and that sort of thing before but we... Why don't we try and hold up in this room for a little bit? We can, get, this, out, we can get the bits of this thing out of the corridor, hide what we've done, close the door. You can have a look at that mask. I can have a little sit down. Just just take a breath. And once we've done that, I can take the mask. I can, like I said, subtly get it to wherever we need on the ship. Do we, um, do we want to be at the, for want of a better word, crime scene for this long? I agree with Tetch. I'd be inclined to get out of Dodge, as it were. Well, in that case, who would like to take the mask past one of those big machines? <laughs> um, I could try. The other I thing I could do, I'm just going to say, you went in through like a little air duct, didn't you, into the room? Yeah. I could, I could go into the air duct with the mask sing a song to the mask, cast my spell in the air duct while you continue past. No one will see me in the corridor. They might hear some songs coming from the walls, but that will be the only thing they know. But I do like the idea of putting the construct remains in the room and shutting the door. How um, how did you get into the uh, the vent? What, what trick did you use for... Uh... Well, 
I, I could, I can like make turn into things. I thought, I thought everybody saw that. I believe you were behind an illusion at the time. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, okay, so do you happen to have that skill? Are you able to do that skill again? No, I need, a, I need, a, like I said, I need a bit of a sit down, have a rest yeah. before I can do that. A significant sit down, I imagine. A bit longer. No, than not, really not for long, but I mean, I don't need to like stay here till morning, but, uh, In an hour or so. Hmm. Well, when we were speaking to the the metal man at the beginning, he uh, the metal man said the jurisdiction was this bit, so the other constructs shouldn't care what's happened here. So why don't we just go for a walk? All right. I mean, presumably we're we're all in possession of certain items that may be considered magical. I'm sure that one more won't necessarily uh, arouse suspicion. I agree, yeah. Touch. I agree. Can I roll an insight check, please? On what? Uh, or on who? It's on more... Oh, maybe, it's, maybe insight's the wrong word. I'm trying to judge how how much I uh, think Tech knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, Jay, just like... <laughs> well, just in, yeah, in terms of like, what, I've just met Tech today, I don't know anything about him, so what, what is my judgment of like, Tech reckons one more magic item, probably not gonna make a difference. Charlie's wondering, yeah, but this magic item, we've just, a specific one that we've just stolen, like, yeah. So I got, yeah, I don't know what. Um, I, yeah, think, I feel like insight. Yeah. Uh, that's 13. 13. Um, that, is there anything? Uh, do you actually do you want to roll? Well, first of all, uh, is there anything to be the saved? If so, do you want to roll? Well, so I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to lie to you. I'm. I'm trying no, to you know, give you give you my my opinion. Um, I'm happy to roll a persuasion, but um, I mean, I'm probably not going to do as well as you. And I, yeah, <laughs> like my my passive persuasion is a nine. So like my, my intentions so, are literally just. I'm. I'm I know as much. What's your? As you what What's your? Um, I guess is it would be arcana with this. Yeah. What's your arcana modifier? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Right. Okay. But I think um, it, this is in that case. So in that case, uh, Charlie will go. All right, Titch. There you go. And I'll hand the mask to you. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Titch, could you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Bugger. Oh, don't put it on. <laughs> That's a thirteen. As you touch the mask, you feel the urge to put it on. Oof. Um, do I literally have to put it on once I've got the urge? Yeah. Okay. Man, um, yeah. stop him. I mean, if, uh, if he goes I'm slam, slam I'm going to grab it off him. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, slap Tetch in the face. I'm like, no! <laughs> yeah. So you put it on you? No, on my hand. On, on the hand, I guess. If... Yeah, try yeah. I would say, make me a dexterity saving throw. Me? Uh, no, uh, Malagak. Huh. <sighs> Can I use my, or do I still have advantage from the 
silvery barbs. I think you used it actually. No, yeah. I, I was going to use it on the natural twenty, but I didn't need it at the time. Uh, silvery use barbs it? time. Can you use it on site? Uh, Within the next minute. minute oh, okay, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a four. Uh, you just try to stop oh. it, and then they just put the mask. And the first thing is like, Tech goes down. Good. And Tech is transported to the outside of the ship, or at least your consciousness. So you can see the ship. And you recognize the shape of the ship, but this ship is different. This looks like if a Imagine if a mimic could could be that size of a ship, but instead of a mimic, some sort of like more aberration kind of creature. So instead of having the sails, this uh, ship has more of fins like those from abolets. But you, you might be uh, familiar with some sort that kind of uh, literature, let's say, and the ship instead of being actually being uh, propelled by the wind is being propelled by some kind of tentacles and the ship has some eyes all around but the part that could be considered like the head of this creature or the front part of the ship has three eyes similar um configuration as one does from the mask and it's in that moment when in both your uh, vision and in the real world, a thunder or lightning just cracks in the sky. And Wesley, when uh, familiar with the storm or your magic being uh, part of the storm, uh, sort of um, mythology or uh, origin, uh, you feel this some sort of uh, fun feeling which comes just before a big storm. And the ship just starts like moving, but no worries. I mean, this ship is unsinkable. <laughs> what is it? Stop <laughs> saying that. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so I'm I'm floating alongside the ship that's not a ship because it's actually aberrational. Yes. Am I aware that? Um, I'm, I'm guessing I'm kind of floating and it's like some some sort of astral projection, you said. Am I aware of that? Uh, roll me an arcana check. Good. Actually, how do you communicate with Thalos? Um, I mean, it would be through kind of meditation, so that would be more religion. Um, I don't... Mm -hmm. Okay, so has <laughs> he come... the same bonus. Has he come to your... To your dreams, to your visions, or do you come to his reign? I think it's probably more kind of interpreting storms. So, like in 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 stormy weather, Tetch is probably will will just kind of listen to the thunder and, and yeah. feels that he he hears Talos's wishes in the in the storms. Uh, it's in that case that you look up and you see this sort of. It, this big cloud that is being illuminated by thunder and lightning. And it seems like a canvas for you. And there is a clear message from Talos, which says, sink the ship. And you come back to your consciousness. But it seems like the mask is not falling down. So it's not 
sticks to you. Mm-hmm. But if you try to stand out, the, the mask just sort of stays there for a while. And you can see in your surroundings the skeleton of the yeah, the skeleton of your comrades. So it's sort of a magic X-ray that is happening around. So unless everybody here is uh different in the sense of oh I've been disguising myself all this time. I would say that all the skeletons make sense and you can see the brain and the heart. And oh shit, where's your skin? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've still got it. So everybody see how Tech stands up, like comes back to consciousness and um, make me a medicine check, uh, Tech. Me, okay. Yes. May I ask as well, during Tetch's out-of-body experience, could Orica have been actually just casting Identify on the mask during that time? Yeah. Okay. Medicine, that was a natural 20 for a 28. It's <laughs> a damn natural 20 today. Good so Lord. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do uh, Orica first. Please do. Uh, so this is a very ancient item, and you might not have the full... Uh, understanding of it because it's so ancient that probably some of the words, some of the magic that has been constructed this um, is not available to you. You haven't read about it. But basically this item, what it does is it has two functions. Uh, this item is has been created to spread the aberration race. So you can get that this, the primer, primary use of this item is to create more aberrations. The second uh, more practical kind of uh, use is that through the eyes of this mask, you can see if any creature has been infected by a aberration. Uh, I guess Orica explains that to everyone and that makes sense with your natural 20 touch that you can see around and no one around you. I don't know if you can see yourself or if you would have a mirror in front of you. Uh, you will notice that there is no uh, sign of aberration uh, infection or aberration transformation kind of. Now, as you stand, you can see as well through some of the walls, not too far, but next room, the one with the insignia, there is a creature. That creature looks like something that you've seen before is a were shark and seems just to be there. In the same situation, there is no such thing as an infection, but uh, it just looks like it's like a floating or sleep standings. If you would have to give a guess, it's in this ecstasis, ecstasis, like sleep, sleeping. And that is, if you if you turn around, you don't look, you don't see any more creatures, even the constructs, because they are just constructs, uh, there's nothing to see inside, so you don't see anything. And in the room before this one, uh, there's nothing. So no creatures, probably just merchandise in that one. Um, yeah. Am I able to take the mask off if I want to? Yeah, it takes a while. It is like, you know, like... Uh, it's not like it's fixed to you, but the mask doesn't want to let go. But just mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of effort, you can do it. Uh, I, I'm sorry about that. I was not 
expecting the pull of that uh, this object to be quite so significant. However, I do have some disturbing things that I must share with you all. Oh no! Oh great! <laughs> the, are, you, are you okay, Touch? You fell over and hit your head a bit hard. I'm I'm fine. Too many of those is not going to be particularly conducive to my good health. Um, so okay. twofold. Putting the mask on gave me a vision of the ship. Um, the ship was not as we know it um, in this vision, so I do not know if this is a, a true reflection of the ship without um, uh, looking underneath the veil or uh, without certain uh, illusions, perhaps, or whether this is, in fact, a future echo. But uh, the, cre- the, the, the ship was a creature. It was alive. It was uh, some sort of fish like a creature with fins and tentacles uh, and, and, and eyes in the same configuration as this mask, in fact. Um, that was the first disturbing thing. There, in fact, you may be able to tell me, that while I was watching this vision, there was a flash of a storm, some lightning and thunder. Did that happen for all of you as well? No, it felt like it was coming, but it's not here yet. Right. Okay. So potentially, this is a this is a, a vision of things to come, if not not uh, not immediate present. The second thing, as soon as I realised that I was back, in fact, in my corporeal form, uh, I was able to see through things. I could see your skeletons. I could see uh, I could see your hearts and your minds, in fact, as well. Um, you're all fine. Um, I, I was given the distinct impression that. Uh, were you infected with uh, aberrational seed? Um, I would have been able to tell, but uh, you'll be glad to know that you're all fine. Um, however, the second worrying thing, in this room, there is a creature that I've seen before, a were-shark. And if indeed this uh, room belongs to the people that we're saying it does, they cannot get their hands on it. Why not? Well, can you imagine a powerful family such as that getting uh, their hands on a lycanthropic sample? I suspect they'd want to uh, tear it to pieces and sell its parts, to be honest. Or, in fact, use it to infect others and have an endless supply. I don't... don't DM, how common are lycanthropes of any variety in in this world? For a second. How, How common are... Lycanthropes are were creatures of any variety in this world. Uh, so not that common. And so you, I guess, is it the sort of thing where this family getting their hands on one would be game changing, or is it the sort of one where, given a bit of effort, they'd reasonably easily be able to track down and find another lycanthrope? That could be game changer if you if you know how to spread the curse, as they said. Um. I would say if everyone wants to roll a history check just to see if you have heard about uh, encounters, I mean, not Tetch because he knows about world sharks, but everybody has to know any other incidents with world sharks. 19 for Orica. 11. Or Malagak. That's a two. What's a where? Where's the shark? <laughs> uh, so, Orica will be the most aware of this, obviously, Bart. 
uh, that the, um, the number of encounters of with sharks has been increasing. And then some of those encounters happens that the, the victims, but the survivors sort of describe uh, those not as shark, but as uh, intelligent creatures that looks like were sharks. Um, but other than that, there is nothing like, no one has acknowledged that, oh, there is a plague of wet sharks, right? It's just like something weird happening lately, is to say. Um, yes, that, that, that would be what Orica knows. Uh, and Charlie and Wesley, rumors, similar rumors. So I, I've heard songs of there being sharks. I thought they were in jest until I did a bit of asking around and apparently, yeah, there's shark attacks on the rise, some of them not even by the sea, which I thought was strange. And then they said, you know, it's not quite sharks, but shark people. So that makes sense, I suppose. So unfortunately, uh, I wouldn't describe him as a friend or in fact, an acquaintance, patriot. Um, this bastard that I know is... Uh, uh, and I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Um, has unfortunately become infected with this curse. Um, it's not exactly my mission to seek him out, but should I encounter him, I believe it would be, if only as a as a countryman, a fellow Kithis resident, as uh, to to try and bring him home and and, and aid him as best I can. Uh, should it be him? Or indeed what? put him out of his misery. What was his name, Tetch? He was a, a cleric of Lathander by the name of um, Daphid Andrew Rose Basket. Um, he was an all right sort until he got himself uh, involved with the uh, Amnians who were infiltrating our town. I'm going to just point my finger at... Was it that, that room there you say he's in? Uh... I well, uh, uh, you say that a, a were shark's in. Yes, I, I, I believe so. I mean, my death perception remained fairly, fairly the same, even with three eyes. I, I'm going to point my finger that way, casting message, and say, "Javid, mm. is that you?" Ah, oh, interesting. Let me see what happened if the creature is unconscious. Um, oh, good point. They can reply, but it doesn't specifically mention being conscious or not. I forgot about that, actually. Um, I will yeah, say I did, I did, I it will be so. the same as sending. Sending. You can leave them an answer phone message and they'll get it when they wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't get a reply. Oh, okay. Yeah. But given that fetch uh, so that the vital so the brain and the hardware there working okay mm -hmm. just unconscious it's worth a go I, I i wanted to see if it was your bastard friend but i there's no way of knowing i'm afraid no indeed it's worth worth a shot um i'm afraid however knowing that uh, such creature is on board this ship has uh slightly changed my priorities um i don't believe that i should be letting it out of my sight however i'm conscious that a number of you wanted to uh, to take a rest and uh, recover your faculties. Just to be clear, you're proposing that we break this creature out of its stasis slash holding cell, 
keep them with us and then smuggle them ashore when we land? I have the faintest clue. All I really know is that you can't fall into the hands of this uh, gold finders. Right. In that case, how's this for a plan? Let's take that brief sit-down that Charlie was talking about. You can then transport the mask somewhere else so we don't have two things to worry about at once, and then with that safely out of the way, we could explore, well, whatever's going on in here. The other thing that I probably... It it would be remiss of me not to mention. I believe that while I was out, I received a message from my god who urged me to sink the ship. Which is unthinkable. Which uh, I'm led to believe is unthinkable. I'm sorry, Charlie, I spoke over. Uh, I just want... I'd like to be off the ship if you're going to sink it. That's all. My concern is that... uh, Perhaps the intention is that it can't be... It can't arrive where it's supposed to get. So perhaps uh, we could settle on a compromise and find ourselves a way of getting off the ship. Well, what is all? We can't sink the whole ship. That's silly. There's loads of people on board. What if they can't swim? You can't just sink a boat because because of a, a shark. This feels like it's going a little bit bigger than us just getting a mask for Orin. Let's, I, I, I want to I want to just clarify something. I'm not asking to sink, sink the ship because there's a shark on it. I'm asking oh. to ship, sink the ship because my god told me to. Touch, is there any possibility your god might be talking metaphorically? Or... or it, sorry, Malagat, go for it. No, no, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm just scared. Uh, okay, oh, <laughs> yes. Um, oh. Or, or perhaps there is indeed a different ship that needs sinking. A ship that is, like you say, shaped like something else. Maybe that's coming our direction. Oh. Do you need to be as literal with your god's message? Don't let me interfere with your gods. I know that they're all very present. Um, perhaps, perhaps I should um, think on it as well. If, if, if we're taking indeed a, a bit of a rest, then maybe I should take that moment to try and commune a bit better and uh, just find out if that is indeed the intention or... Indeed, as you say, there is a similar ship that uh, that needs sinking. It was a lot to take in. It feels like we've kind of gone from walking to like rolling down a hill very fast, you know. And I think just maybe getting some ale or sitting down for a bit in our room quietly. Uh, what are we do with the like? What are we do? Are we not giving the mask to Orin? Are we keeping it now? Because that's going to annoy the gold hand people and gold gold bringers gold bringers yeah go go get golders and going to annoy Ticelli we're going to annoy a lot of people and then you you sink a ship you're going to annoy a few more people I mean I like you Tetch but you know there is (laughs) I'm not asking you to do anything that you uh, would be uncomfortable to do if uh, this is something that I must uh, attempt to attempt accomplish on my own then uh, then so be it I would wish you a good day and uh, don't be on the ship when it goes down what what will you like bring the bell or will you like shout me like hey Balagag the ship's about to sink and then I'll jump off it or like what's I guess that's the plan for another I'm just a bit worried that we've we're going fast and we should think about 
things you should think and I'll be there to hug and punch if needed mm. and sing and so what's the plan where are you going to rest when um when I put the mask on I don't, I don't suppose it did anything funky like disappear like it was still just me wearing a rhino shaped face mask so yeah so it's not exactly the most subtle thing to keep on if I wanted to actually like keep an eye on the, the wear shark yeah um I believe I believe that um, we we will. My intention is certainly to give this uh, mask back. Um, I'm not going to uh, uh, claim, lay claim to it. However, it certainly seems like it would be useful to at least have in our possession for the time being. Well, the only point in having a rest was to get the mask out of here. Mm. But if you say. You don't want to let this thing out of your sight? Does that mean you want to stay down here, or...? Well, certainly a rest might be good, if, if nothing else than to, uh, to help recuperate and replenish your strength, because uh, fighting a were-creature is not going to be an easy task. Oh, we're fighting it now. I thought we were letting it out. Don't make a punch it. It's, uh... Hmm. It might come to it. It's by the sound of it, and by by the look of when I when I peered in, uh, seems to be unconscious. But I don't, I don't know quite how easy a task it will be to get it away. Certainly, no one's going to be able to keep it under his jacket. If you get my meaning. Uh, well, you're you're just worried about this then making other sharks, right? Yes. How does it make other sharks? Biting, usually. Right, let's take away its teeth then. Or we just ask it nicely not to bite other sharks or people to make sharks. Mm. And then then you don't need to... I don't need to punch it. You don't need to sink the ship. The gold fingers... Ringers. 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 Don't need to... Don't need a shark to make more sharks. And we all go on our merry way, successful without... Okay, at this point, I will ask everyone to roll for an inside check. <laughs> Please. Eighteen. 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 Twenty-one. Seventeen. Seventy-two. For the minus one, I got a seventeen. I think everybody noticed at this point that every time Orica says Goldbringers, there is something funny about it. So we're going to have a nice short rest. And with that, we are going to have a short rest. We'll see you in five, ten minutes. And yes, see you soon. And we are back. We have finished our short rest and we are ready to mingle in this fantasy universe. Last, we saw our characters, our heroes or anti-heroes, our protagonists. Uh, they were discussing how to proceed and whether take a short rest, whatever that is in this universe, or not. Please, the stage is yours. 
if we would like to take a short rest, I can play us a little song while we do. And sometimes it makes people feel better. It's up to you. Some of you might be sick of my performances so oh, far. Oh, please, so, sing. You know, it's, please okay. sing. Okay, okay so I will. Don't, don't have to ask me twice. I'll sing. <laughs> Liz will not, but Orica will if we mm. do take a short rest. <laughs> Then again, where are you going to take the rest? In, so at the moment, you are inside the room, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, inside the... Oh, and I would have, I think, I'd like to have brought the bits of the construct in from the corridor, I think. Yeah. Wesley will, in a surprisingly practiced fashion, start going around casting prestidigitation just to clean up any evidence of the fight. Is there any uh, plus left... Uh, Wesley, I've got a lot of blood on my fur. Can you help? Oh, certainly. Beautiful fur, all matters. I don't know if there's any, um, uh, like physical damage to like any of the woods because I know that we cast shatter and there, there are you know lightning bolts flying around and such. Unfortunately, I don't have mending. I, I'm wondering whether I. I do have druid craft. I'm wondering whether I can kind of try and heal the wood in a <laughs> more natural way. That would be fun. I'm gonna allow it. So yeah, as, a, as part of your um, all the effort and as a, as one will probably leave this place inside and outside as if nothing has happened, except that outside this specific room there is not, not there is not a construct. But maybe they didn't pay this month subscription. Who knows? <laughs> Good. So I would say you can process that short rest, please. Please feel free to add one d six. Do I roll that, Ali, or does everyone each roll a one d six first song of rest? I think you roll it. I believe, okay. and I'll it's the same for everyone. I mean, whatever is easier. I will roll it. Hey, one HP extra, everybody. <laughs> Take that. It was a shit song. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> And it, was, it was just a little bit too emphatic. There was, yeah. it, it, was, it, it didn't rest us. We were too invigorated by it. Yeah. What happens there? Yeah. So first thing that is going to happen is that um, Wesley, no, 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 Charlie, you receive a message, and it goes on the way that oh, yeah, um. Sorry, I missed you. Uh, come to see me. Uh, silence. Golden suit in the main staff deck. Kisses, Isabella. And because you are a caster, you know that you can reply to this message. Hey, Izzy. Uh, got a bit busy with some new friends. I'll see you there soon. Good. Now, my understanding of the spell is that I think you can do it mentally or loud. Do you do it mentally or loud? Uh, no, I probably would have done that outright. You going to see Izzy? <laughs> yeah, I just got a message from her. Oh, I, I, I need to. I've got a message for her too. Can you give her a message for me? Uh, well, it's a bit late now. I already. <laughs> That was my reply, so... Uh, what, what's your message, Malagak? I don't, I don't know. Okay, okay right. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing that would happen is that as you are 
like I'm space shifting with that. Orica is uh, performing this song that makes you feel slightly or like marginally, <laughs> marginally better. It's a work in progress. I'm sorry, I've not worked out all of the chord progression. I know, I know, don't make Bro- that face, Malaget. <laughs> Probably she was a little bit um, worried about your looks at her when she mentioned the gold bringers that somebody everybody was like hmm mm-hmm. so probably orica felt that kind of pressure like performance anxiety let's call it <coughs> so something in my throat i'm sorry <laughs> well if that's as rested i suppose we should go yeah uh okay so uh, is tej still got the mask I believe I have, yes. Just on that, do you have any feelings like you're going to put it on again? Do we need to put your arms back? Do you want me to, like, tie some rope around your hands or... Mm. I I don't want you to, like, put it on, pass out, and then actually do something accidentally when you're not there, when you're in the awful world. What what was it again? Well, the astral plane, I believe. It could have been ethereal as well. Oh, that was the word, yeah. My knowledge of these items is not exactly uh, complete. However, I don't believe I currently feel like I would put it on. I'm unsure, however, now that I have in fact uh, put it on, whether handing it over is going to be as easy a task as it may sound. Um, Ali, if I tried to give it to someone else um uh, would i need to make some sort of check or do i need to kind of try that? uh do you get the idea that uh so probably with the when it was identified you know that the primary use was to create uh well as i said uh, is to create uh more aberrations and mm-hmm. the mechanism is for the individual to put on the mask and then the mask will create sort of effect and infect uh the host but that is just like but uh like the default um effect so mm-hmm. even if you give it away the next person would be drawn to put it on because that is what the mask do but okay. apparently that effect or that infection is not available in the mask probably the charge charger the charge has been spent so no worry about this mask on creating more aberrations but but the okay. mask wants to be worn mm. okay so this this is one um do, do we get the, the feeling that when we identified it will it um will it regain this power at some point or is it just that you know this one's spent and now it's just a pretty object yeah uh once per day mm, or like at dawn mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay um n- okay um Yes, I, f- I feel like we could probably pass it around. Um, there will certainly be the ins- uh, the instinct to try and put it on. Um, should I should I give it to anyone else? We probably only want to use it today. Could we could we potentially put it back in its box or somewhere else where we won't be tempted? Oh, Charlie was fine. Tell you what, I just hold my cloak open like this. Can you just shove it in that inside pocket? Certainly can. Um, I will just pop it in um, Charlie's pocket. 
So you finish your long dress, you know what's next room, mm -hmm. you know what to go to find Isabella. It's, so are there vents kind of dotted around? Do we get the feeling that we could climb in through the vents to get next door or are they kind of just like into the corridors and then back out again? You didn't explore enough, but probably there is a system of vents, yes. Okay. But just to be clear, is there a contract on duty outside of the wear shark? Yes. Room? Cool. Yeah. Every every room has one except mm. this one, <coughs> which is dead now. Do we feel like hmm, if we want to get into the next room? I'm not, not sure about you, but it seemed to cause quite a lot of commotion. Just uh, just trying to get past that single construct. Perhaps now that we are we have access to one room, we might be able to make our way into the other one via this one. But, Tetch, I, I don't mean to be rude, but it, hmm. this creature is unconscious, yes, in a locked room. If you're Indeed. worried about it infecting things, I think the best place for it is untouched in that room until we land somewhere. You know it's there, we can always go in before we know we're going to dock up somewhere. Lest the, ships, lest the ship sink before then, but I think that would be down to you, wouldn't it? Hmm. Americans, go on. What, what if this ship were to sink before it landed, mm -hmm. given that everyone was safe, and the shark was within the, uh, the closed room? Do they have a certain time in which they can be underwater for? Do they, do they expire their breath tank? Uh, very much the opposite. I believe that uh, they must be submerged frequently in order to remain alive. Um, so being being in water, I don't imagine would uh, affect the thing. It's really rather that uh, were they to remain confined, they might expire before they were able to uh, consume any food um, to remain alive. So we could just leave it, being my point. You could take some time to figure out what it is specifically you'd like to do. Well, or look, we could just said, go in there and kill it. I mean, it's up to you. You said this thing might be your friend, right? Might be a person I know. A friend Personally. bastard, I think, uh, said Charlie. Uh, that was it, yeah. Friend bastard. Well, no, look, friends, uh, I didn't really know you well enough to tell you this before, but one of the things i do i do some business with izzy she's my friend but uh yeah like she she gets things here on the ship sometimes that my boss wants and i come and we've got a sort of working relationship but she knows what's going on in this ship maybe she'll have a bit of information about exactly who it is that's next door mm -hmm. and why they're there i will i will certainly defer to all of your uh your opinions if uh, if if you believe that um, the safest place is in fact where it is and um, I mean realistically speaking none of us have a place where we would be able to keep it uh, currently my concern simply is that uh, once they discover an item missing from this room that they may well decide to move it elsewhere We've only got a limited amount of time within which we can see through walls safely. Well, I think then we should find out as much as we can and make a plan. Yes, we are in agreement there. Great. Well, Izzy said to meet her in DM. Where did Izzy say to meet her? Uh, she said, come to the red suite in the main staff deck. 
Izzy said to meet her in the main suite in the red the red suite in the main staff deck. So I will see you there. And I'll tap the mask through my cloak and uh, crumble away from uh, into ash and out of the ash. Um, oh, he's dead! Uh, a rat, a little black rat, uh, will crawl out and make my way somewhere. Don't worry. Somewhere where? Somewhere to one of... I'd I'd like to make my way to the Red Suite. Okay. How are we exactly going to get there? Uh, So I'm saying is using the vents? Yeah. Or passing by the... Um, Using the vents. Using the vents. Okay. So I would say roll me a survival check. I mean, you have a map. Right, but you don't have a map of the vents. No. So it could be that as a group, try to find figure out if you had a map of the vents, how to get out of here. So that would be like with advantage. Or you could just roll um, survival to get. I would just roll your go. Uh, hang on, I need some. I need some rat stats. <laughs> Oh, actually, what's no, the sentence wisdom, you thought he would say today? I need oh, some rat stats. Oh, we can. Oh, that's not great. Uh, that, that, but survival's quite good. So that's uh, 17. 17. So I imagine you, so you get into the vents. And unfortunately, some of the vents are quite vertical. So that's going to take you a while. But you find your way, first of all, out of here because of the smell of food, probably. So knowing that there is nothing really savory or spicy in this room, following anything, any smell of food will take you out of the warehouse level, let's say. So probably you can get to the um, to the staff levels without problem. There is where the problem comes because now there is a lot of smells and a lot of noise. If you want to stay in the vents, the next challenge could be how do you know which is a red suit, right? So at some point you will have to go probably each one of them or get out of the vents and turn into a humanoid. Yeah, I think I'd, if it's not quite straightforward to work out which is the red suit, then I would just come out of the vent somewhere. Good. Um, so I would say that will take you between like I'm a, about 20, 30 minutes to get to that level. What is the rest of the people doing? I've attempted to follow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melagek, I, I believe that um, Charlie's simply using that form to escort the uh, the objects away from the area without uh, raising suspicion. But we should be able to pass them without trouble at this point. Okay. Do you? How? I mean, I'm not a staff member myself. And we need to get to the main staff deck. Yeah, you pass by by that one. So there was like yeah. where you were the what you perform, and then you pass the uh, staff level, and then the warehouses. Oh, okay. So we can just go straight up into the staff. Okay. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, let's go. Follow me. <laughs> to start striding down. So I would say that obviously uh, it takes a while for everyone to get there. No triggers about security happens, but the question could be. Would you close the door behind you? It's only I mean, polite. 
I feel like we would do that. We, we went through so much trouble to clean it out. <laughs> so you just close, nothing has happened. You move out and... Um, no, I would say actually, the four of you get there before the rat, obviously, because you can just walk away while the rat has to escalate or, yeah, some of the uh, corridors. Um, spider rat, spider rat. <laughs> what you see is just like the, oh, any kind of staff, but mainly cleaning staff, uh, having the good time. It's that part of the time where they just can vent and have a fun. Probably 60% of them pretty drunk. The rest are getting there. And yes, there is some signs, but uh, nothing that says blue sweet here, yellow sweet here. Just kind of uh, directions. Would you like me to ask someone where to go? Where, where's the... I always feel like you know where we should go. Uh, you just... The first time I met you, you seemed very clued up on where we were and what it was like on a ship. So, uh, is this something that you know, or should Not I? Not the someone? red suite from the blue suite, suite specifically. So, by all means, go ahead. Uh, DM, could I holler someone down to? Is there, who's 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 nearby? So you see many people, uh, most of them in groups, and few of them isolated. What are you looking for? A isolated prey or? <laughs> Make uh, someone who looks like they work on the ship and uh, is not drunk, ideally. <laughs> <laughs> you see a uh, really tall uh, halfling and they are rolling cigarettes. And, uh, and yeah, probably they are uh, just uh, rolling some uh, cigarettes to be about to go to the outside to smoke. Hello, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bother you. Um, hello, my name's Orica. I was just wondering, uh, I have a friend who is within the Red Suite. Is that where we're asking for? Within the Red Suite. And I was just, I'm first time on a ship. I'm so lost. Can you help me? You are new around. I've never seen you. Have I know. You just... It's the first time I've been on a ship. Oh, is your first? First but time on a ship. I know. With... I, I'm Would so you work lost. here? I, I wish. It must be nice to work on this ship. Uh, the pay is good, but you know, uh, the managers. Oh, tell me about them. Why? Tell me about um, them. Do you want a cigarette? Go on then. Yes. First time for everything. First time on a ship. First cigarette. <laughs> rolling a cigarette for you. Thank you. I don't uh, know how to do that. Thank you. Was, sorry, what was your question? My question was, tell me about your boss. They sound horrendous. But also, where <laughs> is the red suite? Yeah, my boss... Mm. Uh, so they are called Paul <gasps> and they are just like, you know what those people is like, oh, you, should, you have to be like passionate about your work uh -huh, and uh -huh. stay over uh, over time without paying. And we're like, no. And we tried to get, you know, like, um, we tried to form a union and then he yes. was, oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to uh, fire you. But then, I mean, the worst thing is that he is a drunk. So he says one thing when he's drunk and then he apologizes next day. It's just a mess. Um, Do you have such a thing on this magnificent vessel as one of those forms that you fill in where you can give feedback on people? Because I have a few things that I would like to say about Paul. <laughs> so they point to like some sort of a box in a wall and the box is just like full of paper. 
I know like, all about Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Marcus, I'll, like, I'll fill one of those in. Them so you can see different tones of paper, like one that is really new and one that is like been there for for weeks or months. Uh, oh, and and where is the red suite? That was my initial oh, question. End of the corridor, Merca left. And it's got wonderful. Thank you so much. What was your name? Paul. No, that was my manager. That's manager. I am the manager. <laughs> ben. My name is Ben. Ben, thank you. I'll write something about you, but not as horrid as I would write about Paul. Okay, good. I'm going to grab some of those forms, start filling them in. It's just this way, and then we make a left. Yeah, you have like three, four questions, and from one star to five stars, name of the staff. Paul, there's a review for Paul where, like, there's no such thing as zero stars, and I will write that on there. I'll say that I've had (laughs) a terrible time with Paul. Ben gets all fives. Nice, thank you. Um, Yeah, so you know where the... And when that conversation finishes, yeah. Sorry, two things. Firstly, while this conversation has been happening, have I overheard anything of interest from the other staff members who are gossiping? And secondly, I'd like to fill in a form for XLA15. (laughs) (laughs) I love everything about this. Um, What do you want to do first? So what kind of gossip are you chasing for, like, I'm, I'm interested in the person I'm interested people. in, and I just want to see if I catch anything about them. So you, people know that the cell is in the in the in the ship, which is like I want uh, his autograph. They also know that there is very important people having a party upstairs, like really uh, wealthy bankers, and uh, people also talking about Paul that he might be fired. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, you can pick one of those forms. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Do do whatever you do. As you finish your form, uh, maybe all the way opposite side on the corridor, one of the vents in the on the floor, you see the rat and uh, Charlie comes back to life, and you see they're like probably 15, 20 feet away from each other. There's not everyone. Wonder over. How's everyone doing? Um, Very well. Good. Um, Malagak, that is how Charlie turns into a back to Charlie. That's that's what Charlie does. I've just never seen it before. It's quite incredible. Can you can I, can you teach me how to do that? No, I don't think so. Uh, would have been cool, wouldn't it? Imagine me just go. Oh, oh. But yeah. I'm sure you could learn how to turn into things, but the whole flames and ash thing, that's sort of... No, no, I, cool. I, you, you singed my fur before. That's enough fire for me for the day. Yes, sorry about it that. smells awful, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, do we know where the red suite is? Yes, we do. Uh, lovely Ben, lovely Ben, who's fabulous, amazing customer service. Let me know that it's this way and we take a left. Great. Uh, although, don't if if any of you come across a manager called Paul, I'll beat him up. Eat him up. He sounds <laughs> dreadful. Does anyone want this cigarette? By the way, because I've just been holding it this entire time. I've not actually smoked. Oh, it. thank you. I have you smoked before, Malagak? No, I'm just peckish. 
Um, Charlie, may I give this to you, please? I feel like out of everyone, you're the best place <laughs> sure. to handle this. Uh, I will just sort of reach out and a finger on either end of the cigarette and just burn it all the way down. There we are. Good. That's how you smoke cigarettes, Malaget. <laughs> well, I can't do that, so I guess I can't smoke cigarettes. No, you can't. Don't do that. So uh, you start making your way to the end of the corridor and it's bumpy because people is... This is very crowded and it, it's not like you you will have to roll for anything, but people is just having the time and yeah, it's, it's a little bit bumpy. Actually, I would say roll everyone for um, perception or if you want to rely on your passive, let me know. I will rely on my passive, which is an 18. 18, okay. Should do Fourteen for me. I should I should have gone with my normal, but I thought ah, I'm just for a biscuit. Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Well, Seventeen. So poor uh, Malagak. Malagak. Try to be pickpocket. Oh no. Yes. So I think uh, first they they realize that they are that you are not staff, so that probably you have some coin uh, on that. Oh, but but there's four people. Twenties and eighteens. So I would say you managed to grab one of the uh, really, really wasted um, kitchen crew and they're they still using the, having the apron and the hat and they were just trying to get some of value uh, from Malagag. And I would say, who was the highest? 23, I guess? That's 21. Yeah. 21. Wesley. You man, do you want to stop that first of all? Yeah, as, <laughs> I, as I see it happening, I'll just do a gentle hand on the rest. And, oh, no, not this one. And he goes, uh, sorry, 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 mate. And they keep walking. Uh, finally, you get to the end of the corridor to go to the left, and there is a couple of like double doors, and one of them is obviously red. And there you are in front of the red sword. Uh, I'll go and knock on the door. I will do the exact same thing. <laughs> Who's this? Hey, Izzy, how you doing? It's Charlie. Uh, thanks, God, you're here. And, and Malagak. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, hope you don't mind. I brought some uh, new friends. Oh, give me a second. Five minutes after, she opens the door. It looks like she tried to put herself together, but you can still see that she's massively drunk. And she's like, yeah, yeah, please, come in, come in, come in. Uh, I'll step in and, and give her a hug as I go in. Oh, it's always really warm. I mean, literally, but also you are really warm. <laughs> yeah, it sort of comes with the everything. How long has it been? Like two or three months? Oh, at least. Too long. Yeah. Too long. God. These trips, they pay so well, but they're, you know, like killing. You cannot have like a normal life. Oh, no. Anywho, please, please. Uh, hello, Izzy. Izzy, was it? Um, just if, if this is a bad time, we could, we could leave you and Charlie to catch up and come back tomorrow, perhaps? We don't want to intrude on... No, no, no. no. <laughs> Everybody, please, come in. Come in, come in. I mean, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Just uh, everybody, please come in. Close the door. Um, and she points at Orica. Uh, sorry, who are you? Just like not not in a rude way. Just like looking for uh, introductions. 
Oh, hello. Yeah, sorry. My name's Orika. I'm the lead singer of the quintet. Uh, you might have heard us uh, just earlier this evening uh, in our first performance. Anyway, that's 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 me. Uh, I'm I'm Wesley, by the way. I didn't give my name. Sorry, terribly rude of me. Nice to meet you, Orika. Uh, yeah, Wesley. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you are friends with. Um, uh, if you're friends with Charlie, you are my friends, and she poses a little bit. Wesley, she doesn't sound very sure. And then she goes back to Malaga. Dalit, I'm really sorry. I'm super drunk. I didn't recognize you. And I mean, last time you were like in a better shape. Uh, excuse me. Rough. Uh, I was, yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's been a few years. Is, um, you, you mentioned that, that you had been drinking. Is this a state that you wish to remain in, or is this something that is going to, um, make the following conversation slightly harder? Uh, yeah. What's your name again? I'm Tetch. Don't worry, I'm a priest of Talos. Oh, Drinking's I, allowed, which is fine. That's what he says to all the ladies. Don't mind Tetch. Tetch, uh, yeah, you know, like, I know I, I've I've been with other praise and they sometimes have those abilities to get my head clearer. Indeed, this is what I'm offering. He's very good. He, he I had lots of scratches before and he helped me. Yeah, please, if you don't mind. I think that would be the best for all of us. Great. Um, I hold my hands out and um, uh, indicating for her to kind of put, put her, her hands just on top of mine. Um, and if she does so, it's it's the same deal. It'll, it'll literally just be another kind of zip and clear. And she sobered up. Sobers up. Um, That's the restoration. Exactly the same, but like a, a quicker pace in her top. Uh, all right. Uh, Charlie, are you comfortable with me talking about business in front of these people? Yeah, a uh, couple of hours ago I would have said different, but uh, we've had a bit of a time. Good. Uh, Malagak. Yeah? Same question. Well, I'd, I'd, you're supposed to give me stuff, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're lovely. They save, a couple of them save my life, and the other ones are really good <laughs> with hands, so... So there's been a little bit confusion, not on my side. I only deliver information. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like two patrons have a conflict of interest on what you're looking for. Oh no. So unfortunately, uh, both of them pay for the information, which means that I can tell you both that what you're looking for is in uh, one of the private theaters upstairs. Um, what are it we, is? Are we looking for the same thing? Uh, unfortunately, I think you are. And she takes like a diagram or something, and it looks like a really complicated compass. And she said, "Well, this is the orrery of the wanderer, and it's a set of." different items and I don't know which one you're looking for I mean it's it's the only one on the ship but I don't know which one it is I just know that it's in one of the thea uh, private theaters upstairs 
uh, I did not receive information about how to resolve this conflict, but uh, surely you will find a way to solve it, right? I mean, I've been paid, I've been giving you the information, I don't think there is anything else for me to do. All right. Well, I actually don't know what it looks like. Can I have that drawing? Uh, sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, this is what I'm looking for. Um, you have at that, sorry, at that, um, Charlie is just going to click their fingers and uh, flick a little mote of flame at the picture and burn it. <laughs> oh, well, that was surprising. Wow. Uh, she, she goes and says, well, that's the only one drawing that I have. I cannot do anything else. Um, Charlie, why did you do that? Now I have to remember what it was. And that's not that's not very helpful. Well, you know, fair playing field and all that. I, I, I don't know what you mean. Charlie just winks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, His face just spasmed. I'm, I'm feeling um, generous. Do you have access to the upper decks? We might be about to get access, depending on... Well, we, we've got some things going on. Well, we don't have access at all, Lizzie. Uh, what, what are you going to be generous with? And I give... I wink at Wesley, like... <laughs> I can indicate you where... How to get there the fastest. But there will be like a point of security that requires you a certain level of clearance. How do we get that? <gasps> what if we play in the private theatre as the quintet? I'll never turn down a gig. How is it? How would we get a gig in the private theatre so I can get the thing I'm looking for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you need to be really, really famous to get access to one of those. No offense, darling. But Offense have you hear about the rumors? That's fine. fine. What rumors? Oh, sorry? No. A new the rumors about Teselli. Not Teselli. Tell me. Tell me about Teselli. They said it's around, and you need that level of fame to perform in one of those theaters. So Teselli right. might be able to get us in there. Also remember that Oren uh, promised mm-hmm. to. Um, I don't. Um, I hope you don't mind me prying. We don't know each other very well, but I was wondering, since you're so au fait with rumours and knowing things, do you know anything about what's stored underneath, underneath here? Specifically, the the gold bringers. Have you heard of them? Do you know of anything that they might be up to? You just seem very well placed to know these things. She gets a little uncomfortable with your questions and she starts walking around the the, the, the room and you, you can see that it's doing that just to hide any kind of body language or etc. And she also starts like looking into giving you the back pretending to be looking for something in one of the drawers. So you see, when people ask people questions, usually what they do is answer. They don't really tend to walk around ignoring the, the person that just asked them a question. 
Never mind. I'll just... Is everything all right? You seem very perturbed. Have I upset you? No, darling. I mean, I don't like to talk about... Mm, Patreons that are rather unorthodox with their methods. In what way are they unorthodox? In the way of if you talk more than you should, they mm. come after you. And um, yes. Well, what about if rather than us uh, asking open-ended questions about what you know, whether... Uh, you might be able to affirm some things that we suspect. You haven't told us a single thing because we worked it out. She looks at you like, hypothetically, that could be not as bad as me talking out of my position. And oh, this she, starts, she, she, she keeps moving. And at some point, uh, she takes probably like a book and she starts just like going around it. Well, this is this is uh, certainly not a not a a conversation that uh, our, our dear friend Izzy is, uh, is, is party to, but uh, we, we may as well have this conversation here, my friends. Um, what do we think about the uh, certain well, sharky individual downstairs, the one that, uh, you know, part shark, part, you know, infrequent shark, like a, an occasional shark, like an occasional table, but a shark? Oh. <laughs> we... If a conflict would happen between nations, whoever is able to grasp a hold on such creatures would have a the upper hand, especially if such nations hypothetically could be by the sea. Shit. Okay. And um, I mean, hypothetically as well, um, were. Uh, were such a creature to be in the hold, would um, would they be so um, so inclined as to keep the key, the creature's name, or would they simply be treating them as uh, as goods? As one would worry. You know, it's, it's well, one, one might be called a Mister Rosebasket, for example. That's a random name I pulled out <laughs> of thin air. Hypothetically, if such group of individuals could create this in mass, let's say, mm. uh, they are they should be ruthless about it and not try to keep them as individuals but as products. And as she keeps walking, she's she keeps going to to the book and at some point um she passes by Wesley and says, Oh darling, could you please hold this? And she goes and starts um, lacing back uh, one of uh, her shoes. And she just continues giving a lap around the room without paying much attention to um, to touch. I would like to follow her, if I may. And I'll be reaching... uh, I'm going to be reaching down my corset and I'm going to just retrieve something. And I'm going to attempt to show it to her and only her. Mm. And what it is is a signet ring. And on the signet ring is a symbol that we've seen downstairs, the insignia. There is an F and a jaw above it. Um, I'm going to attempt to just show it to her. Roll me for a cell. Slide of hand, slide of hand. Yeah, slide of hand. I mean, whichever. I mean, it's still... Ten. Ten, everyone. That was a ten. And I'm going to say that was a ten. And I'm going to say to her, 
Can you tell me the Ferris's endgame? Uh, so everyone, what are your passives? <laughs> 18. 18. It's high, it's high, but Malagak would have been looking at the book, not uh, <laughs> the situation. But everybody else would be looking at the book. No. I mean, Wesley probably would be, given that he's just been given it hold. Right. So uh, for those, uh, Tej, uh, Charlie, do you notice, you might be not that close enough to see the insignia, but you know that there was a sort of a wink-wink with her between them. Um, well, as we know, uh, such group of individuals, mm. for example, one of them could be, or not, the Goldbringers, um, they would be looking at selling such merchandise to the best poster, the best, you know, um, we know that they have zero sense of honor and loyalty. So it just comes to whoever pays the most. Yes, well, that sounds correct. And this ship is going to Baldur's Gate. So if such group could be shipping already a sample, I'd imagine there would be a potential buyer in Baldur's Gate. Thank you for your information, Izzy. Very kind of you to say such things. Do I believe her, DM? Inside check. Okay. May I? May I kind of also just just add add to that? And you you refer to to um, our dear friend downstairs as a sample. Does this imply that there may be more? And simply freeing this one is not going to be a be all and end all to the issue. I can tell you that. something of the sort that this is not a unique product. Mm -hmm. There is a batch of it. But as far as I know, there is only one in this ship. Mm -hmm. uh, Orica. <laughs> it was a nine on the inside, Jack. Uh, I got a four on my deception. <gasps> you feel like... So she's very nervous about this, but she feels confident about like probably she's being cocky about I, I will never get caught but yeah but she's nervous yeah. I won't tell anyone don't worry it's fine darling no one will believe you anyways right um DM was, do I notice anything about the book yeah there is a note obviously there is a note cool yes yeah I will palm it as subtly as I can I'm uh, watching you or still or sleight of hand I would say sleight of hand. In fact, could I subtle spell mage hand on this so my hands don't even need to move? Uh, I would. But mage hand is not invisible, so the casting of mage hand would be unnoticeable. But mage uh, hand. Is... Yeah, that's fair point. I right. am watching. Case, the yeah, I'll just, I'll just sleight of hand it. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching yeah. you like I, I watch the logo. It's What's the, the reason you take the note and you throw it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the book like on the edge of the table, so you're just like <laughs> <laughs> And everybody noticed that. 
Nice. It's nice. fine. It's fine. Um, good. So let's recap. We have <laughs> we have a group recap. of people being incredibly sneaky. Hello. <laughs> um, people might be or not be fully aware of this conversation and having a sense that Orica has a relationship or something to do with the gold bringers. Um, Charlie, sorry, uh, yeah, Charlie and Malagag are looking for the same item, which might become to a conflict of interest at some point. Um, and it is in one of the um, private theaters upstairs. Uh, you have also heard from rumors in the corridor that uh, there is a bunch of wealthy bankers having a party upstairs. Of course, the cell is somewhere around in the in the ship, and. Um, that whatever is downstairs might be others being shipped. So probably the network of the gold bringers is shipping this already, like a, like a sample thing, like a trial kind of thing. And Wesley has a note on his hand about who knows. How do you want to proceed from here on? What does that note say, Wesley? <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Well, the the book you can. Oh, you you can have it if you like. I was just holding up while Izzy. Uh, anyway, do we want to get this mask back to? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Doran, so no, you're not going over my head that quickly, Wesley. <laughs> I feel like we're all a bit sneaky, sneaky right now. I thought we were friends. What friends, Malaga? <clears throat> you burn. You burn my paper. Yeah, hey, I didn't sneak about that. No, you didn't, but it was a bit unfair and unkind, and I have taken it personally. Uh, Wesley, I saw you. I'm sorry. I was watching the book, and there was something in it, and you put it in there. I'm not saying that you're hiding anything from us, but right now, my life is at risk because this ship could sink at any moment, and I just want to have the full picture in my head. Before you die. The villa goes like, sink? Oh, uh, it's a uh, long story, Izzy, don't worry. There's plenty of lifeboats, I think. Yeah, but don't <laughs> fuck with Tetch, though. Yeah, don't, don't fuck with Tetch. Certainly, uh, Malagak, I, I believe that um, certainly we are not trying to deceive each other. It may just be that um, rooms are not always as uh, empty as they seem, and uh, it's easy enough to uh, to observe what goes on. Oh, oh, Izzy, Izzy is a friend and, trust, and I trust her completely. And Indeed. It's, she's been able to tell us this stuff confidently. And I'm not worried about people listening. Izzy told us nothing. We merely had a conversation and Izzy input. Never, never actually told us anything that we didn't already know. That's true. So what are you saying? I'm saying that maybe this is a conversation we need to have slightly more privately. Can you promise that no one's going to get burned, metaphorically or physically? <laughs> um, I don't imagine that I can. However, I can promise that those who get burned, unless they deserve it, will get healed. Right. Okay. All right. Fine. You keep your note, Wesley. We'll talk about it later. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw what I saw again, and I just take a bit of paper from the side and draw like a circle. On it, right. <laughs> I know what I'm looking for again. Don't burn this one, Charlie. I won't. I promise. Beautiful. Um, Before Wesley. we go, oh sorry. 
you were asked a question. Oh me. Uh yes. Uh, I'd like to just mosey up to Izzy and slide five gold pieces to her. I have a rumor if you're interested. Information is always something that people wish for. If I give you this money and the rumor, you could spread it for me throughout the ship. Oh, me and my 24 mates, we're going to make it. It's going <laughs> to fly like the wind. There's a barge on this ship called Oren. <laughs> was so good. Could rhyme and everything. But I've heard that his career is going down the pan. I wouldn't go to any more of his shows if I were you. I will absolutely do that for you, darling. Marvellous. Good, yes. Don't believe a word he says when he sings. And she goes and says, you see, you are a quite proud member of the ferocious. I knew. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, if we've got that sorted, Izzy, um, anyone else questions for Izzy? Rumours to give her? I heard that Malagak was so brave and strong. <laughs> and she was goes like, I will do that for free, darling, just for you. <laughs> I believe um, I'm, I am done, certainly. Busy, pleasure as always. Take care of yourself. And you two, try not to kill each other, okay? Nothing is more worthy than be alive. Kellen was on the on the on the on the on the table. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and give me a good review. As always. Right, let's go get into a private theatre. <laughs> right. So if you're getting out of here, I think just trying to summarize what kind of leads you have is that you need to get to the upper decks and Oren, you had a meeting arranged with Oren to give back the mask and they will arrange for you to get into the upper desk. Only you have other means to do it, but that would be probably, um, yeah, the, the best. Now, somebody mentioned a uh, potential performance from you, like in one of the theaters. If you want to proceed in that way, let me know how. But other than that, that's, that's a ways that you've been presented already. Of course, you can find your own ways. I, I have a, a question which is kind of maybe not um, the initial, like immediate kind of party goal, but um, just because I'm trying to, to figure this out for, for Tetch. Would Tetch have any idea how to go about trying to sink a boat? Uh, so the easiest way to sink a boat would be make a hole in the upper leg, in the upper, le upper uh, layers. Mm -hmm. And with enough, so this ship is gigantic. So probably two fifths of it is already on the water. So mm -hmm. if you, uh, with that amount of pressure and amount of water, if you find a way to create that hole, it will inevitably sink. Well, it depends also how far are we from the from the coast, because it will sink, but not that quick. So if we are really close, probably they will have time to get into the shallow waters, and etc. But if we are like in the middle of nowhere, um, no chance to survive. Just go down. Okay. 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 So, 
where do you want to have a conversation about how to proceed inside or outside the room of Isabella? And we go back to our to our cabin and then organize a meeting with Orin, work out what Tetsu want to do, and then prepare ourselves to go upstairs to get my item that I'm looking for. Sounds like a plan. Mm, indeed. So I would say that you quickly make it to your uh, to your cabin, and as you close the door to start discussing, this thunder lightning uh, shakes the whole ship, and yeah, uh, Wesley and uh, Tetch, you know, the storm is here. The floor is yours, guys. Oh. You might not need to sink the ship after all. <laughs> That's certainly one way to do it. But do we have unresolved business on the ship before it inevitably goes down? Speaking of unresolved business, Charlie, you're looking for the other Riri as well, yes? Yes, I am. What can I ask why? It's just a thing my boss wants. Yeah, me too. Do you like your boss? Sometimes. Well, my boss is also my chieftain, um, so I feel like that hierarchy is probably a bit more important. Does your boss want it forever, or can we share? I don't really know. I don't. I don't really take part in my boss's actual work. Uh, How about I take it first? We, we, me and you go back to my chieftain and he could do what he wants with it and then you could take it from there to your boss. What does your chieftain want to do with it? I don't know. Maybe it's a compass, right? <laughs> <laughs> the octopus drawing. <laughs> Just a circle. Maybe he wants to find something with it. Well, why don't, why don't we find it and see see what happens? Yeah, I just like to have a plan beforehand. Just I've had people before when I've gone when I've gone to go get a, go get a back of things, and you know, you have to pull and everything breaks, and people end up getting punched or hugged to death. And uh, never, you know, my, you know, I just want us to make sure we can still be friends and fulfill our goals. I want to stay friends too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. As long as I know that you want to be friends, then we can come to a solution when we arrive at the item sure i mean who knows maybe the boat's gonna sink and we'll both die so oh that's fine i float you could just lie on my back there's enough room for one maybe two (laughs) (laughs) love it Uh, reference (laughs) yeah while this conversation is happening can i have dropped back a bit from the party and read the note yeah so the note is more a uh drawing and there's a figure or someone. It's a very masculine elf with the whole beard, but it, it has like a undercut. Like it seems like so. Seems like it's really uh, wealthy, but it also seems a little bit rough. So probably those kind of people that has made the uh, the money through the not on the right side of the law. But yeah, it's. Um, an elvish, uh, well, uh, you know the name of your. Does well, this what you're looking for? 
Does this match the description that I got from the bartender? Yes. Cool. Yes, absolutely, yes. And uh, it has the name. It just says uh, Mildred. And that's cool. it. I think whatever happens next, Orica, and then I look at Tetch, is going to be instrumental, look back Orica, in achieving our entry to this place. So what do you think is best? And I look at Tetch to see if he's smiling or not. Tetch is smiling. I'm going to give Malagak a high five, I think. That. <laughs> well, um, we know that we have, do we have to give this to Oren? We do have to give it to Oren, don't we? Eventually. It's your mission, technically, isn't it? If we do want to gain access to the upper decks that way, which seems like about our best lead at the moment, that it really, yeah. doesn't seem like a bad plan. Unless anyone has some great objection to giving it to Oren. I mean, I know it's a rather powerful artifact. But... Can we make a copy of it? Anyone good at wood carving? I mean, I'm carpentry, not... certainly, but uh, then imbuing it with the same magical powers would be uh, our, our stumbling block, I imagine. Oren seems like a bit of an idiot. He won't notice. Does anyone have the ability to send a message to somebody that isn't the message spell, per se? Because we could always ask to Sally directly, just cut Oren out of it. I mean, just like carrier pigeons, smoke signals. <laughs> oh. I could run and go find to, to Sally. I, I think it might be a problem finding to Sally. I think there's going to be security on the door that we're not really allowed to attack. I'm out of ideas. Yeah. Well, we'll go and talk to Oren, I suppose, and... You just want to cut Oren out because you don't like him? Well, I mean, he's going to be giving it to Tuscelli anyway, from what I gather, so why do we... Well, bother? exactly, so... But we need Oren to get us upstairs, to to where the lounge is. Perhaps Oren would be slightly more amenable to us uh, holding on to the item for a little bit longer, particularly if we, you know, inform them how... Uh, how expensive the item is, and um, how powerful, in fact, and the fact that they'd be putting themselves in a rather amount of danger if they were to just take it off us. That's true. As this conversation happens, can everybody make me a constitution saving throw? Uh-uh. What? <laughs> what? What did we want to do? Seasickness. 19. Yes, finally rolled one. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> oh, no, you've rolled like three natural twenties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I also also got a natural twenty. No. Fourteen. I think eleven. Charlie's again. Eleven. Eleven. So Charlie starts feeling a little bit like weird, but you're fine. But Tetch, you get in seasick. Uh, I mean, but mm. you are a storm cleric, so there is something of this not natural. Mm. But nothing to worry about. Mm. Uh, so you say nothing to worry about. <laughs> I feel like I mean, you don't mean that. Yeah, also, the boat is unsinkable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I believe that I might, I might appreciate returning to the chambers for a, a lie down. This is. Uh, Already in the chambers. Are you, are you okay? No, so we are. <laughs> yes. To lift you up into the top bunk. 
No, no, certainly. Uh, the, the closer to the center of gravity of the boat, the better, I believe. Top bank, certainly not. Oh. Could I do a medicine check on Tetch? Absolutely. Just to see if there's anything that we could do. Tetch, normally you're the one who solves problems for everybody else. It's a medical thing. That's a 16, Ali. Uh, usually a little bit of fresh air helps. Uh, you know, lime as well, like um, any citrus. Uh, but seems like if on a closer inspection, like the eyes are really big, like dilated, 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 dilated. Yes. Tetch, if you have, are you on drugs, Tetch? We need to know <laughs> these things. Certainly not. I haven't touched a narcotic or a hallucinogenic or even alcohol for a very large number of years. Well, your eyes Which... dilated, and you're clearly very. Sicky. Uh, now I can go can and I, find you a lime and soda from the bar, or Charlie, you might be able to do something. Can I do an arcana check? Please. That's uh, 17. Uh, you might have been close to creatures in the forest or some sort of kind of... You, you've been... You're really old, right? So you, you come to some kind of creatures that... It's not that they charm you, but they kind of affect your uh, your senses. Yeah, not in a aggressive way, more in a passive way. You know, like if you're close to this creature, you might start having hallucinations or X, Y, Z. Yeah, but no one, to your knowledge, like on the sea, and you've been here for a while in this uh, cabin, so it's not something that was in the cabin or that is currently in the cabin. I take the mask out and put it on. <laughs> nice. So let them do it. They need what, to see. Are you going to examine Tetch, I guess? Yeah. I, I actually, so my thought process is I've just felt this. It's definitely affecting Tetch and it's not something in the cabin. So I want to see if it's someone immediate in the sort of rooms or corridors immediately around us. Yeah. I, I get it. What you get is this. Tetch is perfectly fine in the sense of there is no signs of um, infection, but just you can see that probably his heart is going a little bit slower. You know, there is there's just something like physically that is not matching the natural state of Tetch. And as you're looking for other creatures in the room, you actually see other rooms and you spot probably between 15 to 20 creatures that there is something wrong with them and there is something in the brain or in this area that doesn't look good and it moves and has tentacles very tiny uh well touch um, there's nothing i can't see anything wrong with you but uh there's actually quite a lot of people on this ship that have some kind of infection or something in their brains. Mm. That's up. just in the immediate vicinity around this room. Seems that they've been busy. 
Uh, who have? I'm... Does anybody happen to uh, make a habit of keeping maps of the Sword Coast about their person? You know, the, the, the route that this uh, this ship is taking. Anyone so prepared? I don't have a map on me, but I know it pretty well. What are you wondering? Hmm. I'm still on the uh, thought process that uh, if there are indeed uh, infected individuals and we need to uh, prevent this infection from spreading to the shore, then perhaps the goal of ship sinking the ship is... Uh, somewhat aligned. Obviously, we want to try to uh, heal these individuals, but uh, I'm only one cleric, and uh, Orica is only one bard between the two of us. I don't believe we'll be able to do very much. So perhaps sinking the ship through the expedient of uh, driving driving her through some uh, rockier areas. Or, Tetch, if we don't resort to such drastic action, what we could do is find the source of the infestation. I usually get the impression that removing the source stops all the smaller ones from wriggling as much. I believe the source might be the mask, to be quite honest, my dear. What if we go get the wheel, like the steering wheel of the boat, and we turn it around and we sail it back? I mean, I certainly have uh, some experience in sailing na nautical vehicles, so um would be able to drive the ship, so should we decide to take this uh, this path? Yeah. Uh, whoever I... was able or familiar with the area can roll me a survival check. Or a history check. Sorry, I am familiar, but I rolled a two, so right now I'm not. <laughs> Could this be a check oh. using navigator's tools? Yeah. Oh, I'll get on that as well. Um, Wait, I have navigator's tools too. <laughs> Why do I have... Oh, because I'm a sailor. I've rolled 27. <laughs> well, wow. I don't have to roll my tools. Only 11 for me. 11. Uh, Wesley? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> four. So 27. There is some uh, options there. So you go out of um, Atkatla, and then you have the cloud peaks, which doesn't have like a really bay. So instead of being like a beach, I imagine that it's more like cliffs and like, you know, like those sort of just walls of rock next to the beach that you could just crash the ship on them. Or this ship is also making a stop in Candlescape. And before Candlescape, there is a couple of islands that you can use to... Uh, Bridge them is that the word like you know just to mm. stop it to get Breach into the them hull. yeah uh probably the ship on it. find the right one you can just cause the rocks to make the hole underneath the ship and then it just will sink mm. but that is still very close from the from the shore so yeah but then just open sea on the left but yeah, there is actually I mean, I pass on all of that information. Yeah. <laughs> so we do that. And as well, there's a lot of options. As as you are investigating that, you realize that the meeting time with Oren is almost there. So you will you will have to go back to the to the to his um backstage room if you want to to meet with Oren. Mm. 
So what are we thinking? Are we going to go and give this mask back to Oren? I, I, I was just going to say, if we need to keep an eye out as we travel through this ship, I could don the mask and disguise myself as something else so no one can see the mask on me, unless anyone else has the same sort of spell they could do it too, just so we can keep an eye out on any potential threats that could meet us on the way, just while we have it. I'm wondering if we want to be a little bit more careful with donning the mask. I, I know we don't think it's doing anything until the dawn, but given that it seems to be affecting Tetch and possibly Charlie, perhaps the fear of us exposed to it the better. True. Mm. So you would be taking a risk. Um, Could you disguise one of them? I only disguise myself. It's quite a specific little number. It says <laughs> self, which sadly just means me. Well, it's it's fine hidden, right? We don't need to wear it to keep it hidden. Charlie did an amazing job just in the cloak. No, um, no it's, it's, it's more to just keep a scan around us to see if there's oh. any more of those things. But I wonder uh, if donning the mask causes those things to exist. I, well, I think I, it does, I, but Ted said not a, mm. it won't do it again until tomorrow. Mm. I'm confident in that. Uh, and while I'm reluctant to put you at, uh, at risk, my dear, I do believe that uh, the intelligence may well be worth that risk. So if you are comfortable with in so doing, then I believe this may well be a useful venture. I'll take the risk. It's fine. It's uh, it's fine. Um, I yes. If that's something that everyone well, would like me to do, I, I will. Why don't we get okay. go go for a meeting with Orin and then ask Orin to bring Tuscelli down to find out what they're going to do with it before we hand it over? Because if we hand this over and it makes more of these infected people, there's already infected people. We don't want more. We don't want them to give them the way of making more. Maybe Orin could get Tuscelli to come down and then. Could have a chat before we hand it over. Ali, um, do we get the impression that Tesali would be one of would would be a kind of um, benevolent person to pass it on to? Like we, we didn't get a sense that yeah. Tesali had evil ends. Uh, that's my word. We did only that exact thing. Um, I can't remember. You didn't get. So you got good intentions from Tuscelli, but interaction with Orica and Alkis was a little bit like more on the negative side. So yeah. whether Tuscelli is planning to do something with the mask, maybe not. What are the motives behind Alkis? Who knows? My, my, my thoughts are simply that we should make this meeting. Uh, we've probably dallied enough, um, but perhaps we see whether we can convince Orin to uh, to to let us hang on to it just for certain, if, if only because it's a dangerous item and is safer in the five of us's hands. No, I, agree. I agree. Right, are we going to keep an eye out? Yes. Okay. Come on, Orica. Uh, I'm going to don the mask. As uh, you put it on, I mean, you feel this sort of stocking up from the mask just trying to stay there. So even if it doesn't have like something to uh, tie it up to your face, it just stays on your face. And why is it going to be your look? 
I kind of want to look like Tuscelli, just because I want people to like me when I walk through the corridor. Uh, but that's a bit too everybody look at me, so instead I'm just going to look like Alkis instead. Alkis. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, good, 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 good. So you started making your way to the band stage. Yes. As as we go, um, Tetra will just kind of say to, um, to Orica, would you be able to let me know whether uh, if as as we're passing someone, if you see someone who uh, has this infection, um, maybe maybe not a, a, a very incredibly infected person, maybe someone who's just on the uh, with, with with one of these baby infections. But uh, I would like to see whether uh, just just bumping in a, a slight restorative spell might. Uh, relieve them and, and you'd be able to observe this and see what effect it has on the brain. Of course, I will, um, if I see someone close, I will, I'll start humming the first verse of 25 Maids. Perfect. And you'll ind- indicate at, uh, at what point on the, uh, on the clock face this, uh, this maid is. Oh, Tetch, they'll be dance moves. There's always dance moves with Lovely. these things. Lovely. You'll know which way they are. So we look out for people who are infected, and I want to try and less restoration ones, so that Oracle can observe that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, nothing happens. It's just okay. like they, if they were drunk, they just sober up. It's like, huh, I want more drinks. But yeah, it, it, there is no such uh, effect. Yeah, so it doesn't do this. I, I figured not, but always better to, to test it out. So you make your way from your cabin, passing by. Um, the um some other decks and then you get to the decks where they like uh, the the pop where you perform on your way you see several well uh, orica sees several people with such infection <laughs> most of them are uh from the crew and then not a significant number of passengers but not too many so most of them are just the crew but there are a lot of them and uh, yeah, probably you don't see any reaction from them or any different behavior. But from time to time, maybe one out of ten, if you make contact or eye contact with them, they notice like something different about you, and they like sort of recognizing or acknowledging something, and they just keep going with the businesses. How many? Not because you, yeah. How many in total have, will I have seen at this point? Many. Okay. Many. Yeah. Thirty-seven um, maids on a ship. Thirty-seven <laughs> maids on a ship. Thirty-eight maids. Thirty-nine maids. The number may, will um, keep increasing. If, if you get to the hundred, mm-hmm. pass you, you pass a yes. hundred. Um, at, at some point, could I have also tried remove curse? Because I have the spell slots. Yes. So I've, I can try lesser, and then I can try remove curse. Absolutely. Which one do you want to pick up and where do you want to do it? Uh, I mean, what, what are the... What can be so let's seen? Let's say that at this point you are at the pub, just mm-hmm. right about to make your way by backstage. Bartender. Oh. Good. Rick. Mm. Rick. Let me roll for Rick. Oh. Yeah, I guess if, if it's if it's someone that we know and like, then it, that makes sense to... That's only if I would know that you're doing this anyway. Rick is fine. Rick is fine. 
on second thoughts, do we want us to try on, you know, someone that's random that we can see who has an infection, or do we want to save it and see whether Orin, in fact, may have this? I can hold on to it and do it another time. Yeah, if Orin's infected, then be good if we have some option. Mm. I can only do it once more time, uh, one more time before uh, I'm going to have to, uh, going to need a good kip before I can do it again. We can use that as a bargaining tool. Certainly, we could, uh, we could tell Orin that they're infected, whether or not they are. That's certainly one way to get us to keep the mask. I think we should tell Orin that they're infected. <laughs> I have a feeling you'd like that plan, my dear. I love I'm it. Sure I love it. <laughs> Alright. Well, you can make do we need a do we need a signal to uh, for you to let me know whether this uh corruption is indeed um real that we would know. So you, you you give me a signal if it's if you're faking it, or you give me a signal if it's Real, oh. and then I know whether I'm actually going to be uh, trying to remove the curse, or if I'm simply going to add some pizzazz. If it's absolutely real, I will sneeze. If it's not, I'll just hum a little ditty. Good to know. So you start. You are. You're in the pub. Sort of rake acknowledge you like, hey guys, welcome back, and then you start making your way big backstage. You are in front of. Um, or um, yeah, in front of uh, Orin's uh, room door. Ready? Ready. I'll wrap on the door. So actually, before you go in, you can see two individuals inside. Oh, of course. This, this uh, can see two walls. One is infected and one is not. Okay, one is infected, one is not. Um... Also, there is something else in the room that I've seen, and it's Oren's black heart. Um, clearly, <laughs> very evil. Yes. Probably best to put Oren out of their misery, mm. isn't it? Okay, of course. I start unseating my No, no, my like no, 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 uh, let's not you, resort to you that. You must have yet. some serious history. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, just something. So let's go in, let's have a look and see. And please, I will, please do let us know which one is which. I will motion when I sneeze. Indeed. But so you knock the door <laughs> and you hear Orin's voice. Yeah, who's this? It's only Orica. come to wish you the gladdest of tidings. <laughs> oh, yeah, please, come in. Uh, I will open the door, but I guess Orin would see Alkis sneezing very loudly his direction <laughs> so as the door as you open the door Orin goes like I'll kiss no not oh quite. you devil I see what you're trying to do anyways please everybody come in let me introduce you to my friend so the first thing that you see or that because you only can see skeletons and brain and heart is that the voice coming from the infected body is the voice from Oren, and the other body is not infected. For those who can see more than skeleton and um, and brains and hearts, especially Wesley, 
you see this individual, an elf, really masculine, with a whole beard and an undercut. This is the people or the individual on your message. <laughs> and with that, we're going to finish tonight's game. Good. Um, so thank you everyone for joining us and being part of this whatever session was tonight and if you enjoy uh, tonight's game we play on Monday 6 p.m. GMT and on Tuesdays we have a fracture 6 p.m. GMT and on Fridays we have a talk show whether this is a uh, token is a free action or talk together or roll yeah or talk together uh, all of the shows are streamed at um, twitch.tv slash roll together rpg and you can find all of our content archive at youtube.com slash roll tv uh, roll together rpg there are also podcasts all versions of our show available everywhere just look for roll together rpg if you cannot find us please let us know and we will try to put it in your favorite podcast service massive thank you to our d20 club on patreon there uh there is a chat in there is a link in chat for you to join us for one dollar one pound one gold piece depending on your currency <laughs> big thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters we love you very much and don't forget we are all over social media as roll together rpg thanks for watching and we'll see you very soon bye <laughs>